Searching for a new home? Make todayshomebc.com your online home base. With easy-to-search listings and connections to local realtors, everything you need is under one roof. Powered by Black Press Media, you can search hundreds of local listings all in one place. Access the top real estate professionals to help you find the perfect home today at todayshomebc.com. This is the Super Bowl Show, presented by Northwest Tank Lines, driven to deliver, and sponsored in part by the Pioneers Pub Richmond, OK Tire Langley, Able Auctions, Bet99.net, and Resurrection Spirits in East Van. Now, from Radio Row at Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix, here's Bob the Moj Marjanovic. It's the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl Show, coming to you from Radio Row in Phoenix. It is the Thursday edition here from the Phoenix Convention Center. It's the Moj, Bob Marjanovic, along with Chris Burns, as we set up the big game, Super Bowl 57, between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles and Burnsy. It's getting busier and busier, and it's getting more fun to do this in the sense that all the big names are coming in now, and yeah. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's starting to feel like the old days yeah. at, at the Super Bowl. I took a couple, a couple of years off, and, you know, Monday was slow. Yesterday picked up, but wasn't quite the same feel. But today you see it, you feel the energy, the, the people are here. A lot of familiar faces for us, and uh, it's it's. I know for me, it's fun to be back. Do you know the? It's funny you mentioned because L.A. last year it was kind of a transition yeah. year almost with COVID, and I mean I think it goes both ways. You see people that are walking by, they see us. We're giving them like you know the hands out, the yeah. high hand slap. They and vice versa, right? It's just it's just a great energy in this place, and I think a lot of people people feel the same way we do. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody I can't remember who it was was on with us yesterday. Said it's like a. Bit like a twisted high school reunion, right? Yeah. And and we've said that for years. It's uh, it's like a little convention. We get to come back and and have a great time and see a whole lot of familiar faces. And um, it's just it's fun. And and again, today it's starting to feel like uh, like the old days. Well, I'll tell you what. It's not the Super Bowl until we talk to this man. He has been here since we've been here, and it's always awesome talking with our next guest, JT. The Brick stops by. Brick, thanks for making time. It's year 25 for me, my 25-year anniversary on Radio Row. It would have been 26 if I didn't lose one. We lost a COVID year for that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I've I've done a couple of conversations and some look-backs on it, and I'm really proud and excited that I'm here after 25 years in this disturbing industry that cuts <laughs> people out, throws people, decides not to pay you, tells you you're great, uh, ages you out, has to make you switch networks, and I am still kicking alive and loving life. You know what? Somehow, someway, we survived, don't we? We all, we all have, and we've yeah. all become good friends, and we've all said this as I see all you gentlemen. We need to spend more time together. Mm-hmm. That's on me coming up to Vancouver, you coming to Vegas more, but I think because of what's coming up in Vegas over the next couple of years, we're going to see a lot more of each other. Yeah, talk about that, the Super Bowl next year in Vegas. What do you think that's going to be like? Well, i got to interrupt by saying F1's bigger. Yes. Okay? okay. So yep. F1's going to have a $1.3 billion economic impact, the Super Bowl $800 million. When I saw that, there's a picture trending in Vegas that we can bring up at some point. They built the paddocks off the strip, okay? This is something that would take some cities two years to build. Like, you know, the NASCAR paddocks, the two decks. That's up and running there. F1 paid $250 million for the piece of dirt next to the old Hard Rock, which is now Virgin, where all of these cars are going to go into the pits and garages. 
and they're staying there for five years. So and they, they invested all that money, F1, so they would have that because you can't have the race on the strip in Vegas unless you have a place for the cars to be and get serviced. So add that economic impact in and all the jobs in Vegas is absolutely on fire. I've never been to an F1 race. I have no. known people Neither that have gone I. to the one in Montreal, mm-hmm. and they yeah. said it's an amazing experience. You know what? It's it's $1.3 billion because it's a world event. I mean, you got people oh, yeah. coming in from Europe, I mean, South America, you name it. Um, it's it's going to be crazy. And, yeah, you're right. Going to Vegas, it's going to be interesting. A buddy of mine who gambles a lot, he's a, back, a blackjack player, and he plays a pretty big hand. So he's a big, he's a big gambler. He's not a whale, but every time he goes to the Cosmopolitan, his room gets comped because he can win 20 grand or lose 12 or 15. He's in that range. Yeah. So his room's comped. It's got a balcony. He asked for the room for F1. <laughs> 30000 a night. Yeah. 100000 for three nights as we're taking a look at so the track here. You want to you understand why Las Vegas wants to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna, I'm sure there's, it's costing them a whole bunch of money. What an advertisement for your city. It, to be able to do this. I'm looking at the track right now, right around the strip, right past all the big casinos and everything. Like, you cannot, that, that is... Um, you can't measure the value of that. And you see this here. You're asking what that is, that, that globe. That big dome, yeah, so big that's, globe. So that's going to be the largest and the most expensive concert theater in the world. It's called the Sphere. So it's about two-thirds done. And as you can see, it's lit up like a globe. And when the bands play inside, their music is going to reverberate off the Sphere. So as you're sitting on the strip and Billy Joel's playing wow. or whoever, the music's going to bounce off on this globe, and you're going to be able to see it all over the valley. So the Sphere is arguably the biggest thing. That's bigger than F1, and that's been building for about almost three years, and that'll be done in time for that. JT the Brick is our guest. Of course, Raider Radio Network, Sirius as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. We talk about the, the NFL holding the Super Bowl next year in Vegas. If you would have told me that, say, I don't know, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, I would have said, huh? I mean, we look around, JT. Caesars has a yeah. setup. DraftKings has a setup. I mean, FanDuel has a mm-hmm. setup. You remember as I do. I mean, there were times you come to Radio Row and you'd wanted to find out some prop bets are over under, and you go to a gambling site, access denied. The Wi-Fi system here, denied. of course, denied. The NFL has all the, the keys mm. to the to the kingdom, so to speak. They deny it. Now they're welcoming these gambling sites in with big, huge podiums and stages. JT, I remember us talking to you just a few years ago mm. about gambling in the NFL, and you told us. This is what it was going to look like. And this was not yeah. long ago. It's amazing to see how far the whole landscape of the NFL has come just because of that one Yeah, change. and I'm not a gambler, but I did see this coming because I saw it creeping into Vegas. Remember when Tony Romo's fantasy football camp got denied? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a big moment because people started talking about, you can't do that again. You can't yeah. take away from our business. And then Vegas got behind it. The NFL and Mark Davis coming there is too deep of a story to dive into in our few minutes here, but... Now that gambling's wide, wide open, I don't think it's all great. You know, I got a 21- and 19-year-old son. They're at college, and when they come home and I hear them talking around their friends, they got apps, and they're all doing this, and we're not a gambling family. There's going to be a lot of problems along the way, but for the revenue that it's adding to our industry and what it's adding. Remember, we used to, I've been, you know, 25 years for me. You guys have been here a long time. Now we're seeing podcasters, and we're seeing the streaming that you guys have and the revenue that's paying for it. Who's got the money now? 20 years ago, it was different. It was the car companies, right? It was the advertising, car rental, Hertz, Avis, and all that. Now it's Caesars and FanDuel, and 
I think they're propping up the industry and they're keeping a lot of these stations in business, Moach. Good point. All right, speaking of Vegas, uh, before we get into the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. do we need to talk about my beloved Raiders? Yeah, the Raider topic is you never want a team that didn't make the playoffs to be a trending topic on Radio Row. And what I mean by that is the Raiders won six games and they, they lost five games where they had double-digit leads in the second half. That's never been done in NFL history. How in God's name did that happen to the team I work for? How do you lose five games that you're up in the second half by double digits? So that would have put the Raiders at about nine wins minimum, probably ten max, but in that window, now they have six wins. They let Derek Carr go, which I think was the right decision. He had nine years. He never won a playoff game. But who's going to be the quarterback? Two weeks ago, I would have told you Tom Brady. I thought it would be a lock just because of his relationship with Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler, the GM from New England. Now he retires, and now the Raiders might have to spend all this money on Aaron Rodgers. And if Aaron Rodgers came, I'd pick him up at the airport. I'd have a Maverick helicopter. I'd be out there, and I'd give him a tour of the city. I want him. What happens if the Raiders don't get Aaron Rodgers? Jarrett Stidham is going to win a division with Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, You look at the power in that division at the quarterback position and what's standing in front of them, obviously, it's going to be really tough for the Raiders with Patrick Mahomes to win without a superstar. I'll tell you, I I don't disagree with you on the idea that it was the right time for them to move on from Derek Carr, but the way it was handled, I think, is not the way an NFL team should handle a guy who's given that much to to your organization. I think he's a special guy, and I think he gave more... He deserved more from the organization than he got. Well, I'm going to push back on that. I would agree that it didn't look good, but they had no choice. They did not want that contract. And if he got hurt in the final two games, which was the 49ers (laughs) or Kansas City, he breaks his leg, hurts his elbow, the Raiders are on the hook. That automatically vests that contract, and they can't get out of it. So what I thought would have been nice is Derek Carr be deactivated and have a hat on and stand on the sideline. That didn't work. I mean, he had a chance to do that, and they negotiated not to do that. Mm. Obviously, Derek's feelings were hurt. Derek is a proud guy. And these guys were taking over now, and you know from being a player, these guys are serious. This is the Patriots' way out west. If your feelings get hurt, if you can't get the job done, they're going to get somebody else. You know the difference, though? Yep. Josh McDaniels is not Bill Belichick. And, you know, you mentioned right off the top the games they lost after having a lead. Yeah. Who – who does the blame fall on? Great for that? point. That's a coach. Well, let's dive. That's your coach. Let's dive into that. That's another great topic, man. You guys are good. Derek Carr had second half leads. You gotta run for first downs. He didn't run for any really. You gotta go third and five on a little slant to Devonte. You don't gotta go third and five and throw a forty yarder out of bounds. Yeah. Is that on the coach? I disagree. I think a lot of that was on Carr, but the defense kept the Raiders in a lot of these games. But then late in the fourth quarter, they just couldn't keep them in games anymore. They just wore out. They didn't have any legs. Max Crosby's getting double teamed on every play. The Raiders go out and get Chandler Jones, who's supposed to be a stud future Hall of Famer. He doesn't show up until his last four or five games of the regular season. So, guys, to wrap it up on the Raiders, it was this is my 24th year with the team. 24 years, all wow. the head coaches and quarterbacks I've worked with. This was one of the most disappointing years because I know how good the talent is. And I know how good this head coach is and smart he is. Mike Lombardi, who you all know, mm-hmm. right, from VEASAN, he pulled me aside today and said he's the smartest guy he's ever seen in football. 
and he was talking about Al Davis and all the coaches he's worked with in regards to a head coach. That's pretty impressive. That doesn't make him a great head coach, though. I think he's a great coordinator, and I think mm-hmm. he's proven that he's a great coordinator, but I also think he's proven he's not a great well, head coach. Well, coaches are, coaches are analyzed by wins and losses, yeah. and you would be right on that. All right, uh, more with JT the Brick as we wrap things up with JT. We've got to get to the Super Bowl here. Mm-hmm. We only have a couple minutes yep. left. Um, what are some of the storylines, some of the narratives you are looking at that interest you this week as we head into Sunday? I think as I've, I talked to Warren Moon about this last night, the two African-American quarterbacks playing against each other first time ever. I love that storyline because – One of the things Warren told me about his legacy was he played at such a high level, the league was so disrespectful to Warren as he went to Canada and won five great cups that Warren should have been a backup quarterback in the NFL at that time. Mm -hmm. He should have been a backup. He should have been the first pick overall in the draft and started his rookie year. So he had to wait five years or more. Then he comes in and he says, look, now we have two starters, but his legacy, he's proud of that now backups can be developed who are African-American quarterbacks. That's one topic. Obviously, the Kelsey topic, I think, is overplayed. Brothers playing against each other. Huge story, but not getting fun, me going. Fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah. I think this could be one of the most physical Super Bowls we've ever seen. I think this Philadelphia front, that Kansas City front, these are animals. They, their defensive tackles, the four in this game, Linbell Joseph and Indomitian Sue are backups. And they're two of the yeah. great tackles to play in the last 20 years. And JT, the best offensive line in the league in Philly. Yeah, and one of, the, one of the best we've ever seen. And I think that is, people talk about point. it. But that is, the, I keep saying this over and over again, the best group on the field on either team is Philly's offensive line. Problem I have is this. I grew up, as you know, in Long Island, New York. We hated the Eagles. I hated them. So I call them the dirty, stinking, green, drunk birds. (laughs) I worked for the Raiders, and we can't have Kansas City win, Moj. Raider Nation here, you can't because if they don't win, Andy Reid and Mahomes are 1-2 and in the Super Bowl. 1-2. and Uh, That's not very good. And if they win, they're 2-1, and and they're tied with the Raiders with three Super Bowls. So everyone I know in the Raider Nation and everyone I know out west in the AFC West wants Kansas City to go down. So I'm picking Philadelphia 28-24. to 24. Jalen Hurts, the MVP, with two throwing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown in the game. All right. That makes sense to me. As we wrap things up, you mentioned James Lofton, and this came to me today, and I never knew this at all, and you mentioned Warren Moon. So we were interviewing James down here, and a couple of your guys, I think your producer yeah. saw him and brought him, and I know you guys interviewed him. He told us that he and Warren Moon faced off in high school. Yeah. He was a quarter. They were quarterbacks. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've known Warren for many years. I've known James. We've had him on many mm-hmm. times. And he told us that story just blew me away. Isn't that amazing? They yeah. played yeah. at rival high schools, two quarterbacks at that time. And, you know, to, to imagine how great they must have been because oh. they're so, they look so good, Moj, for their age right now, which is incredible. You know, you look at them yeah. now, oh, yeah. they still w- Warren, unbelievable. There are stories about Warren as a high school quarterback yeah. from guys, old, old school guys in L.A. Like, apparently he was, apparently he was yeah. the same. Like, you look at him now, he looks the yeah. same as he did when he played, and apparently that's what he looked like uh, in high school. Don't even get me going on Mike Haynes because if I'll show, JT, I got to show, uh, I'll show you a photo of Mike Haynes and myself like 30 years ago, and that one yeah. from a couple of years ago here. There's a big difference the way I look. Mike Haynes looks the same. Yeah, so. Other than the white beard. <laughs> hey, uh, cigar party. Cigar, let's plug, yes. Let's yeah. plug the cigars. Uh, Brian Urlacher's taking over yep. from Mr. Ditker now because mm-hmm. Coach Ditker's uh, got really old here, and he's kind of in a in the shape where you can't come to the yeah. cigar parties much anymore but uh brian Urlacher will take over 
And that's always a good party. We get to smoke oh, yeah. your sticks. That's yes. our secret. So we yeah. smoke Moj's sticks because they're normally better than the ones advertised. Oh, they will be. Well, I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing you at that event. JT, always a thrill. Thanks, always really a treat. appreciate it. Having you on board. Of course, people can find you where? You can find me on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM, Raider Nation Radio, and the proud Las Vegas Raiders. JT, good. Thank great you, stuff. Sir. Appreciate it. Always great catching up with JT, the brick man, oh, man. Uh, you talk about one of the legends in this radio industry, talk, sports talk show industry. It is JT the Brick out of Las Vegas. All right, Northwest Tank Lines is doing so well. Tommy Blaney said, you know what? We don't need love. Give the love to one of our favorite charities, Big Brothers of Greater Vancouver, uh, working to support child and youth development through volunteer-led mentoring programs. Their programs, uh, well, with kids, they do everything. I mean, the kids gain confidence. They do better in school. They do better socially. It's a win-win as the mentors also get to see the development of their little brothers. For more info, visit BigBrothersVancouver.com. On the other side, speaking of favorites, this guy's one of ours as well from NFL on Sirius. NFL analyst Solomon Wilcots pays us a visit right here on the Northwest Tank Lines Super Bowl show. Northwest Tank Lines is North America's premier tank truck company. Northwest hauls more than 50,000 bulk loads every year safely and on time. It's why Northwest Tank Lines is the company others want to be. A family business with dedicated employees since 1955, Northwest Tank Lines provides exceptional service, state-of-the-art equipment, and the leading drivers. Northwest Tank Lines, driven to deliver. For more information, visit northwesttanklines.com. The biggest game in football is this Sunday. And the two best places to catch the action are Pioneers Pub and Ladner Landing. The crew at Pioneers Pub in Richmond are ready to welcome you with the coldest, freshest, cheapest beer in town. Plus, food features and football pricing all day long. Meanwhile, at Ladner Landing, you'll be greeted by the best selection of cold craft beer and plenty of big game pricing and activities. Football Sunday. Catch the game at Pioneers Pub at number three in Williams in Richmond or the Landing Pub and Liquor Store in Ladner. Hey, it's the Moj from my friends at Clark Woods LLP. Clark Woods LLP is a law firm designed with your convenience in mind. From the moment you first contact their office, they will work side-by-side with you to ensure your unique set of needs are met. At Clark Woods LLP, they are determined to exceed your expectations of what a lawyer can do for you. Their goal is to make the legal process as painless and as stress-free as possible. Clark Woods LLP, partners in law, partners in your community. Check them out at clarkwoods.ca. This is the Super Bowl Show, presented by Northwest Tank Lines and sponsored in part by the Ladner Landing Pub and Grill, OK Tire Langley, Able Auctions, Bet99.net, and Resurrection Spirits in East Van. Now, here again from Radio Row at Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix, Bob the Moj Marjanovic. Welcome back to Radio Row. It's the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl Show coming to you from the Phoenix Convention Center. It's the Moach, Bob Marjanovic, along with Chris Burns. We were going to have Joe Montana in this segment, but um, we walked up to Joe and said, Joey, sorry, I know it's your only opening, but we got Solomon Wilcox. Yeah. Montana said, <laughs> yeah. guys, fellas, no worries. You guys have Solly. And he, oh, he's man. like, hey, you know what? You've got cachet with us. Hey. We go back. Cachet hey. with Montana. Hey, hey, yeah. No, you guys are the best. Moj, Chris, hey, man, love hanging out with you guys. Uh, we've been doing this for quite a long time, and you guys have always been good to me. I make sure that when we're here on Radio Row before I leave, 
that I'm going to spend some time with you guys. Well, but thanks for having me on. Sully, I mean, it goes back to your days on ESPN working Sunday night football on the sidelines. That's right. We'll get to composure in a second because guys okay. are ribbing me about it. But, you know, <laughs> we were talking about this the other day. And, Bernsey, I don't know if you're old enough to remember, but when Sully uh, did the, the sidelines, and I swear, oh yeah. Theismann, McGuire, Patrick, <laughs> that crew, and Sully was oh, part yeah. of it. I say this all the time, and I say it to everyone. Of all the crews that I've seen, you know, you can talk about having better play-by-play guys or better color guys, but as a group, nobody had the chemistry you guys had. Look, we, we got along very well, and even even some of the friction, say, that may have existed between uh, Paul McGuire, Joe Thought, it just it made for comedic moments because everybody knows Paul McGuire is just hilarious. And Joe is sort of hilarious in a different way, right? Because good way to put nobody it. loves Joe more than Joe. But and Joe, you can say that to Joe. But you can, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> you, yeah. you can say that to Joe, and Joe just takes it. It rolls off his back like, I mean, like yeah. nothing. And uh, just to hear he and Paul McGuire go back and forth, and it just made for so many comedic moments. It made for great TV. The public speaking it, it, one was yeah. good. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you remember that one? Uh, Joe, how much do you get for doing a public speaking engagement? And Joe give out some big number. Let's say it's $50,000. Paul, come back. I give you 50 not to talk. <laughs> you know, I give you 50 grand just not to say yeah. a word. And, and then <laughs> Joe being Joe, too, like, you know, the stories you're telling us with Parcells and certain coaches. Joe's oh, down on the field, field level. Joe used get... to love to go down on the field before the games. Yeah. And he, he loves talking to the quarterbacks, right? And then he's got to fix them. He's got to oh, tell yeah. him what oh, they yeah. – here, I saw you doing this. I'm watching yeah. – and Bill Parcell is over there just screaming <laughs> at Fred Gardelli, get him away from my players. I don't want – it was hilarious. Oh. But, you know, Parcells, if he really wanted to say something to him, he would because yeah. Parcells not shy. No. But, you know, that's that's Joe, man. Oh. Joe – look, I always say – the I love Joe Theismann. Mm-hmm. He, oh, he yeah, did yeah. wonders for my career because as a sideline guy, I got to be and watch him work in the production meetings and – the way he worked with the ownerships, the way he worked with the general managers and the coaches, like he could, he just could bring people in because they love talking to him. And Joe loves and talking. Joe right? loves talking. And, yeah. And I just watched him for all those years, and he was always willing to share with me and give me great yeah. advice. So uh, look, I think the world of Joe Theismann. I thought the world of Mike Patrick and Paul mm-hmm. McGuire. Oh, yeah. They took a young kid in, and they gave me space within the broadcast to do my thing and. It just made for a winning formula. Yeah, it was, like I said, to me, to this day, the best chemistry of any broadcast crew that I've seen on, on NFL uh, on games. Um, you're here with Composure today, presented by Medella Springs Healthcare. Tell us a little bit about Composure, because everyone says I should be taking this stuff, because everybody says I'm all riled up. Sully, you know me. I'm easy hey. going. See, you know um, what it is? We call that a Composure moment. Mm-hmm. Everybody has one. And that's what we really have to be very authentic and Talk about it. My composure moment for years with all the travel, we talk about the broadcasting career, getting on airplanes, man. I'm the kind of guy that as soon as I get on there, I start to have a battle with anxiety. My uh, temperatures start to rise. I start sweating. I have to be the guy, Moj, that forward part of the plane, have to be in an aisle seat. If you put me by the window in that middle seat, dude, I start freaking out. And, and it started to impact my professional life, my ability to travel. I've had uh, to get off airplanes where they had to pull right back up, let me off this thing. I couldn't take it. Wow. Um, and that's where I was looking for something where I didn't have to get a prescription or take any pharmaceutical drugs. I was looking for something that was more natural, right? 
and that's what Composure is. Uh, Medela Springs Healthcare, it's a Cincinnati-based company, and they make this all-natural product to help you during that Composure moment um, to relieve your stress, um, to relieve you of your anxiety, help you to calm down. You want to take it about, say, 20 minutes before you come on the show mode and mm -hmm. you start freaking out and having a composure moment with the guys or even before I board an airplane. This stuff works, guys, and you can just go to the website at composure.com. Enter um, the promo code TOUCHDOWN. If you buy one, you get one for free. It works. I'm not just saying it. Uh, this yep. is real. But er more Americans are more stressed out every single day. People don't talk about it. When they start to panic or start to sweat and have a panic attack, it's a real thing, man. I, I dealt with it, and this has been my solution to it because I didn't want to have to get a prescription and take yeah. prescription medication for it. Well, and I think you're right that everybody deals with it and more and more and more in society the way you know our, right. our world moves fast. Yep. And I think you know we are starting to talk about it and people like you That's coming right. out and supporting a product like this mm -hmm. and talking about your experience is is going to going to help a lot of people i hope so calm posture c-a-l-m yes posure. and enter that code touchdown to buy one and, 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 and one we're going and modes we brought you some samples uh, all right so i want you to try, try it hey, you know what and, you know see, who needs how, this? see how you fare during the week okay? our producer mike whittingham needs this there you go like you, there you, 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 hey, Sully, you know what it's like dealing with producers that are always flying off the it's handle? like herding yeah. cats yeah oh, it's like herding yeah. cats man <laughs> trying, to, trying to get him to the table at showtime we make his life so now nah, we don't make nah, it. No, it's all good especially me solomon wilcox is our guest long time NFL analyst uh, working with NFL Sirius as we speak. You had a show I saw this morning. Was it yesterday? Yeah, be, every yeah. morning. Every I'm morning, yeah. Monday through Moving Friday. Moving the change, right? Yeah. 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 No, my show is opening dry. Okay. Yes. So I'm on from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern time. Monday through Friday is the opening drive. Uh, have a lot of fun, man. It, we love the NFL. I love football. Um, and I love this league. Um, and I think it teaches a lot of our kids. For those of us, you know, we get to watch – all these scenarios play out, right? Whether it's the Tom Brady story, whether it's the Aaron Rodgers story, whether it's Patrick Mahomes, whether it's a guy like Jalen Hurts, right, who had been shown the bench a couple of times. He could have given up in life on his dream of becoming an NFL quarterback multiple times. How many comeback stories can you have? But here he is, one of the youngest quarterbacks to start in a Super Bowl. Sully, you're a former DB in the league with the Bengals, of course. Um, you look at these secondaries. Yeah. How do you match them up against the receiving cores that they're at? Is there any weaknesses in any of these secondaries that can be exploited? The Kansas City Chiefs have got three rookies yeah. playing in their secondary, right? They're going to start three, aren't I they? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, LeJarrius Sneed may come back. He may, but, dude, that's – but these guys have played phenomenally well. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw them in the NFC Championship game against Joe Burrow. They played really well. And that was T. Higgins, yeah. and that was – Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd. So they, these guys can play. Now, will that youth and inexperience show up in the Super Bowl? A.J. Brown is a dude, man. He can, he can attack you. He can attack the guys with the best of them. Um, uh, Devontae Smith, this guy's formidable. So uh, th they're going to be tested. On the other side, the Eagles, this is one of the best secondaries in the NFL. I was always a big fan of Darius Slay. Um, and apparently Matt Patricia wasn't a big fan because he told Darius Slay, you're not as good as you think you are. And you know what Darius Slay said? Get me out of here. Trade yeah. me. Mm -hmm. I'll play against you. <laughs> and he, is, he sent Darius Slay to the Eagles. 
So all the other teams in the division, you have Matt Patricia to blame for that. The Giants thought that uh, James Bradbury was too expensive. I thought he was a phenomenal corner, and he proved it this year um, by making so many plays. This guy's long. He's got length. And then uh, the Saints decided that they weren't good enough in the secondary, the Eagles I'm talking about, and so they traded Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to the Eagles. Made them even better. That guy's a phenomenal mm-hmm. This secondary for the Eagles is loaded. And I'm telling you right now, man, when it comes to that pass rush and this secondary unit, they're playing with house money. So I think we all know how the, how the Eagles win this game however they want, right? The, their big advantage, they can play multiple different ways. If the, if the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win, what do they have to do? How do, they, how do they find a way to win against this defense? It's a good question because there is a pathway, pathway to victory, but it's very narrow, right? Yeah. And I, I think that is you've got to get a lead. You've got to yeah. play from out in front and force the Eagles to play from behind on the scoreboard. What does that do? It tests their patience when it comes to running the football. Most teams and most coaches aren't patient enough with the run game when you trail by 10, okay, to stick with the run game. Because that RPO run game system is phenomenal for the Eagles. You want to take them out of it? Force them to play from behind. Jump out 10, nothing. It'll make them one-dimensional. That's not the game the Eagles want to play. Drop back pass in in a shootout against Patrick Mahomes. That's how the Chiefs win the game. Who do you like to win and why? I like the Chiefs because Andy Reid. Okay. You give him two weeks to prepare, bro, he's he going to have your number. He's going to start fast. And then you got the Grim Reaper. You got Pat Mahomes. If you had to take a quarterback in this game, which one are you taking? Mahomes. Oh, no question. Of course, no question. Man. So those. Spoken like a DB. Didn't co- even mention offensive, defensive lines. You know. Oh, no, this. DB. I, I've said all along this game's going to be won in the trenches, yeah. right? And it will be. It will be. Because you got to block that, that front seven, and you got to stop them from running the football. If it's one in the trenches, though, Philly wins. I, I said, if it's one, if, if, first of all, it will be one in the trenches. But you, I don't know about you, dude. You got to play. Yeah. This going to be a and slug you, and, and you ain't. I ain't giving nobody yeah. nothing. The most, I, you I'm mentioned the most important him. guy. I think it's not Pat Mahomes. It's, it's Andy Reid. All right. We're going to wrap things up. Solly. Uh, I think Andrew Reid might take some composure before the game, right? Like, yeah, yeah, he looks yeah, pretty yeah. cool. The producer, he's going crazy because, you know, Burns, he keeps talking. The website is called composure.com. Enter code touchdown to buy one, get one free. Solly, always a treat talking to you. We'll see you at the cigar party. You guys are the best, man. You put Thanks, me on Solly. before Joe Montana. I don't even know what to do with myself now. Solomon Wilcox from NFL on Sirius, the opening drive, of course, a long time broadcaster with ESPN and CBS as well, paying us a visit here at Radio Row. All right, got to tell you about the good folks at Clark Woods LLP. That's right, Guile Clark and his crew. They're a law firm specializing in estate litigation, family law, immigration, will and estate planning, personal injury matters, you name it, they will help you out. Servicing Metro Vancouver and the Fraser Valley. For more info, visit clarkwoods.ca. That's Clark Woods LLP, partners in law, partners in your community on the other side huh you want to talk about big names i don't think we'll get a bigger one than this the entire week joe montana yes the man himself stops by right here on the northwest tank lines super bowl show 
Looking for tires? Looking to meet your automotive needs? Looking for great service? Well, it's the Moj, and whenever it comes to tires or meeting those automotive needs, I only send my friends to one place, OK Tire in Langley. OK Tire in Langley is more than just tires. It's about complete automotive care, and it's about being treated right by my good friends, the Delaney family. Delaney's OK Tire in Langley, 19863 Fraser Highway, or call them at 604-530-2545. Northwest Tank Lines is North America's premier tank truck company. Northwest hauls more than 50,000 bulk loads every year, safely and on time. It's why Northwest Tank Lines is the company others want to be. A family business with dedicated employees since 1955, Northwest Tank Lines provides exceptional service, state-of-the-art equipment, and the leading drivers. Northwest Tank Lines, driven to deliver. For more information, visit northwesttanklines.com. Specializing in handcrafted craft spirits, Resurrection Spirits in Vancouver is the place to go for the finest craft whiskey and liqueurs on the market. Savor the smooth and bold flavors of their special reserve rye whiskey, the perfect ingredient for an unforgettable old-fashioned cocktail. And be sure to try their award-winning Nochino, a unique and handcrafted liqueur made with 100% rye grain spirit. Resurrection Spirits on Franklin Street in Vancouver. Or visit them online and enter The Moj for 20% off your order. This is the Super Bowl Show, presented by Northwest Tank Lines and sponsored in part by the Pioneers Pub Richmond, OK Tire Langley, Able Auctions, Bet99.net, and Resurrection Spirits in East Van. Now, here again from Radio Row at Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix, Bob the Moj Marjanovic. Welcome back to the Northwest Tank Lines Super Bowl Show. As we come to you live from Radio Row, our 22nd year at the event, and, of course, it's the Moj, Bob Marjanovic and Chris Burns as we set up the big game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. And, man, um, you know this man, Burns, he, uh, he knows a thing or two about winning these big games. He is the one, the only, Joe Montana representing Guinness today. Joe, thanks so much for taking time out to visit us. Uh, my pleasure. Good to be here again. Tell us a little bit about Guinness. What do you got going on yeah, with those folks? you know what? Actually, we added a new teammate, another Joe to the Guinness team, Joe Burrows. Mm-hmm. And uh, he and I are out there helping with their campaign of what they call the Guinness uh, One Million uh, Pledge, where um, we're asking people to go out and get on the website, givesback.guinness.com, and uh, pledge 10 hours of community service to help out your community. And awesome. so uh, Joe and I will be out there running around. And after that, after this big game, there's another big game coming up called St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll, Joe and I will be out there somewhere. March 17th. And, of course, more info. If you, all you got to do is check out Guinness.com and, of course, givesback.guinness.com, the website. Hey, have you met Burrow at all? you had any time to – or is it just no, – We've just been zooming yeah. back and forth. It's, you know, they, he's been a little busy for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering what read you got him in, term, yeah. in terms of the personality and all that. and. No, he's, yeah, he uh, he's pretty, seems pretty quiet. I mean, what, what you see in the locker room, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's different than what you see off the field to most of the part. I mean, from what I've seen on the, on the Zooms, he's a little bit quieter than what's happening. But everybody is in the locker room. Everybody's a different person. Yeah. And, and everybody's a different person on a Zoom call with Joe Montana. <laughs> no, like, no. I, I, can you imagine what's going through Joe Burrow's mind when, you know, he gets a Zoom invite and on the other end is Joe Montana? Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> That's a big deal. No. You're never going to admit to it, <laughs> yeah. but 
but that that is a big deal. One of your former teams is in this game, and we'll get to the Kansas City Chiefs, but another former team had a great season this year, the San Francisco 49ers. Yep. Unfortunate the way the season ended with Brock Purdy getting hurt and the 49ers' uh, efforts being derailed. But, you know, Brock Purdy was such a big story for San Francisco this year. What did you see in his game that impressed you? Well, I just think the calmness about him, you know, and ups and downs. You're going to have those ups and downs, but he played well uh, under the pressure coming in there. I mean, you're, you're, he came in there with a team that's winning. Um, they're, they're having success. They got a Super Bowl caliber team. I, and I really think if those guys didn't get hurt, mm, they might be here. Yeah. You know, yeah. Philadelphia's pretty tough. And I won't take that away from them, but I just think that they. Both teams were kind of on a roll, but there was something that was they were pulling things out. You know, they weren't like they might not have been rolling over people, but they were doing the right things to get it done. And he was playing well and crazy for him to get hurt and the backup to get hurt. Yeah. Hey, you're lucky you, lucky yeah. you weren't on the sidelines. They might have put some pads on you. I, I don't know. If I could throw to here to that wall. Uh, <laughs> I did check their bank account. They didn't have enough money. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the old Toronto Argo story that you yeah. told us that one time about yeah, yeah. John Candy coming up yeah, to you yeah, wanting yeah. to play in Toronto, and you're like, eh, you yeah. guys don't have enough. <laughs> um, you know, it's interesting thing with Purdy, though. The, the one thing that I noticed was, like, when I was previewing the Eagles game, I thought to myself, how did this guy do in games where he was – hit where he got pressured right and three times this year Purdy was sacked three times or more in a game in each of those games the 49ers scored 30 points or more I mean this kid knows how to take a shot he knows how to play under pressure and that's the thing that impresses me the most about his game it's just that poise yeah I think if you go back and watch what he did in college um you know everybody thinks you got to come out Alabama and the SEC and all that and um he, I mean, he, he played well, and, and he, he takes those shots, and he understands about getting the ball. That, that system he's in, you got to get the ball out quick, and so you got to make quick decisions. And he was, had learned that offense pretty fast to be able to go in you know, so early um, as a rookie and, and, and perform that well. And it's sad to see what, how the 49ers syst- um, season ended, but, um, you know, hey, injuries, unfortunately, are part of the game, and hopefully he comes back healthy. Joe, we got you for a couple more minutes here, according to your handler. So we'll get into the game itself, Kansas City and Philadelphia. As a former Chief, do you still have a, a strong emotional tie? Everyone always thinks of you as a 49er, but the Chiefs, you know, they gave you an opportunity, and you guys were yeah. one step away from going to a Super Bowl yeah, that day. Yeah, we should have won. We should have gone to the Super Bowl for sure. But, yeah, I feel, you know, my heart's with the Chiefs. If, if Mahomes, I hope he's 100% because I, 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 those guys get pressure. And, you know, I saw a stat this morning. I don't remember the exact numbers, but when he's in the pocket, uh, he's, they're about the same. But when the things that he did outside the pocket have fallen off since he got hurt, um, which is understandable because he isn't able to move as well. But I think if he's able to move and run around, you know, I think they squeeze this out. But if, if he's not, I, I think Philly's just they're a beast right here right mm-hmm. now. I mean, even the quarterback, holy crap. Yeah. He's a big boy. <laughs> for, I think for, for Kansas City to win, they, they've got to get, they got to get creative. But if yeah. anybody can do it, Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy, give them two weeks to come up with a game plan, they're going to come up with something interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. they got a good defense. And, you know, this thing really on offense really, uh, you know, evolves around Mahomes. Yeah. And, and his ability to, to do what he does best. And, uh, hopefully for everyone, he's healthy because I think it's going to be a great game to watch. I mean, a good, 
may not score as many points as everybody thinks. It's so funny, every stat they showed this morning was the exact same. How many touchdowns they scored, how many uh, points they scored in the game, exactly the same. Yeah. I forget the other third one. There were three big stats. I, I remember <clears throat> seeing that too, and I can't remember it either, but it was there was a whole lot of 38s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bet 99, our friends there have a total of 51 over under. You sounds like you're liking it. It's going to be a low-scoring game and under on that one? I'm, I'm, I'm going for under. you got yeah. two good defenses. I would take under, but then again, I'm not very good at betting. So. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm not either. Hey, Joe, before we let you go, you yeah. were coming up to Vancouver in March, I believe. Yeah. You and Terry Bradshaw, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to see you up there? Yep. We're going to meet nice. before, the night before, like we usually do, and have a couple of little, little presents I may, for I may come in and out the same day. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm looking at it right well, now. we're going to so. be there. Oh. there there's <laughs> a special you. bonus for you just <laughs> nice. for today. <laughs> Thank you. And by the way, I look for those Hoya to Monterey uh, double Cronus. You can't find them. You can't find them. I know. Even we can't find them up there, so hopefully you'll settle back. That'll be awesome. Thank you. Joe, thanks so much for doing this. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. Always great when Joe Montana takes time out of his schedule to pay us a visit here at Radio Row. And, man, what a treat. And uh, I keep saying this for people that don't know, and I've said this over and over. You want to talk about a down-to-earth, salt-of-the-earth type guy, Joe Montana is in that category. Also in that category, our good friend, Ronnie Patterson, who runs Pioneer's Pub and also the Landing Pub and Grill in Ladner, located in the historic city of Ladner, B.C. they got a whole bunch of Super Bowl specials going on there. The food is tremendous. They've got everything going on. they got 50-50s. they got the board. You name it. Ronnie has it going on at the Landing Pub and Grill in Ladner. For more information, check it out at rocapa.ca. That's R-O-K-A-P-A dot C-A. On the other side, we continue our coverage here from Radio Row. We will talk about the officiating that we've seen in the National Football League playoffs this year. And no better guests than our next two, Dean Blandino and Mike Pereira from Fox Sports. All that and more right here on the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl show. Thinking of closing your business but not sure what it's all worth or how to get it sold? Let the experts at Able Auctions help. Able Auctions has helped thousands of BC-based business owners sell their business assets, equipment, and inventories for over 30 years. Recent sales include metal shops, wood shops, construction equipment, vehicle and truck fleets, and a whole lot more. If it's a business with assets, Able Auctions can get it sold. To get your business assets sold, email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ableauctions.ca. The biggest game in football is this Sunday. And the two best places to catch the action are Pioneers Pub and Ladner Landing. The crew at Pioneers Pub in Richmond are ready to welcome you with the coldest, freshest, cheapest beer in town. Plus food features and football pricing all day long. Meanwhile, at Ladner Landing, you'll be greeted by the best selection of cold craft beer and plenty of big game pricing and activities. Football Sunday. Catch the game at Pioneers Pub at number three in Williams in Richmond or the Landing Pub and Liquor Store in Ladner. Northwest Tank Lines is North America's premier tank truck company. Northwest hauls more than 50,000 bulk loads every year, safely and on time. It's why Northwest Tank Lines is the company others want to be. A family business with dedicated employees since 1955, Northwest Tank Lines provides exceptional service, state-of-the-art equipment, and the leading drivers. Northwest Tank Lines, driven to deliver. For more information, visit northwesttanklines.com. 
Specializing in handcrafted craft spirits, Resurrection Spirits in Vancouver is the place to go for the finest craft whiskey and liqueurs on the market. Savor the smooth and bold flavors of their special reserve rye whiskey, the perfect ingredient for an unforgettable old-fashioned cocktail. And be sure to try their award-winning Nochino, a unique and handcrafted liqueur made with 100% rye grain spirit. Resurrection Spirits on Franklin Street in Vancouver. Or visit them online and enter The Moj for 20% off your order. This is the Super Bowl Show, presented by Northwest Tank Lines and sponsored in part by the Ladner Landing Pub and Grill, OK Tire Langley, Able Auctions, Bet99.net, and Resurrection Spirits in East Van. Now, here again from Radio Row at Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix, Bob the Moj Marjanovic. Welcome back. This is the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl Show, coming to you from Radio Row at the Phoenix Convention Center, our 22nd year at the big game. And, of course, this year it pits the Kansas City Chiefs against the Philadelphia Eagles in Super Bowl 57. It's the Moj, Bob Marjanovich, along with Chris Burns, our next two guests. One old friend and one hopefully who's a new friend, uh, Mike Pereira and Dean Blandino from Fox Sports stopping by. Of course, a couple of heavyweights when it comes to the NFL officiating game. Gentlemen, thank you so much for making time. Thanks for I mean, I like us. to be called heavyweights. You know, it's not You're from, a, like, physical stature. <laughs> I'm it's more of a like, middleweight. I like that. That's kind of where. Hey, I'm Dean, yeah. by the way, did you throw a flag on Pereira? Because he walks up here and he tells First Ber- thing, I, he said, these guys are great. These are old friends. These are fishing buddies. First thing he does is he gives you some crap. He look for the bald yeah, guy. Look for the bald guy. Yeah. Hey, yeah. listen, you well. were, I'm still, I'm pissed at Dean anyways because you were there at our at our presser that we had with mm-hmm. all the Fox people. Yeah. So we had all these people around us. We shared this podium thing that they had for us. Not one female came to me to ask me a question. <laughs> they were all went to Dean. And, and obviously you can tell why they all went to Dean, but. You know, I feel well, a little offended by Mike, that. Mike, you know, you realize that there's a reason that Dean's here. Vernon's you know, bringing him around because we're all trying to upgrade, right? Oh, we're trying to. That's true. That's it's happened true. to me. It's you know, it happens that's to every true. old it's, athlete. You know, that's there's it. a that's new true. young guy coming up, and that's right. You know, your your days upgrade. are numbered. You know, we always have it, room for you. It is my my days are numbered. There's no <laughs> question. And about you know, that. Dean, the South. But when they do come up, when I'm done, when I'm done, get, I'm coming to Canada. Then we'll I'm go coming fishing. to Canada to go fishing. I'm coming to smoke some cigars. Perfect. I'm coming to have dinner. The sad part about it is Dean comes, or pardon me, Dean, uh, Mike comes up to Vancouver with a bunch of his fish eating buddies. I can't remember. Dean would know. I wouldn't yeah. know the names. And he says, hey, we're going to, we've got a place to go to. I said, yeah, Joe Forte's a really good place. So he shows up, or phones Forte's, and it's like, uh, we don't have a reservation for Pereira. Um, Oh, excuse me, sir. That was for last week at this time. <laughs> so all of a sudden, he's on the blower with me. He goes, do you have any connections there? And I phone my buddy. Yeah, might. And they kind of wheel yeah. him in. And then I'm courteous enough to give him a, a, a drive. I took him on a drive yeah. all the way up past Lions Bay, yeah. showed oh, how sound. Beautiful. Came back yeah. down. And what's he do when he comes here? Hey, look for the bald guy. <laughs> I mean, it's just the facts, right? It's but you don't. Facts. I mean, look, you always say stuff like that about people you like, right? Of course. I mean, you wouldn't, of course. You wouldn't say, you know, something like that to people you don't well, like. I will, I, I've never been to Vancouver. It's always been on my oh list. Oh, my God. I'm going to so come beautiful. up and see you guys, and I will make sure the reservation, I will be there on time. There you go. I will, yeah. you know, I the will, right week. The right week. Yeah. You know, all of that. So guys, are we here for a football game? Yeah, we're here for a football game. Let's, to, let's we want to talk about that. Um the refereeing has been a topic of discussion in these playoffs. And I'll start off with Mike, because he's older. Um, I'll start off with Mike, but in, in, 
is it just the criticism that a lot of the officiating has seen? Well, I described the championship game Sunday as messy. Um, and, and I think it was messy not so much for the calls that they made or didn't make, but some of the self-imposed messiness that came, like in Kansas City, Cincinnati, where they had what you might call a do-over because they moved the ball a half a yard when it was third and nine when the play clock was, was running out. We're, we're, we're in a transition area, area, an era somewhat, because replay has gotten so involved in the game, and they're trying to correct everything, which was never the intent of replay. So you see that the ball's half yard off, and then they say move the ball a half a yard, and then it leads to the play, the clock scenario, and it was messy. I mean, it was absolute messy. And I, I, I just think that, um, you know, you're always going to find things to criticize about, and I just don't think it was about the calls. I felt like the actual calls were about normal, like they usually are, but it just the games didn't feel right. Dean Blandino, your thoughts? I, I agree with Mike that I thought both games were a little, they were tough games to work, and, and Messi's a good word, but I do think the scrutiny, I don't think from year to year officiating gets any significantly better or worse, but the scrutiny continues to increase. And the way we watch games, there's a disconnect because we get to watch the games and we see a play from four or five different angles, super slow motion, and we go, how did they miss that? Well, the official's not seeing it from four or five different angles. They get one look at it full speed from their angle, and that's it. And there's that disconnect as to how they're officiating it and then how we're critiquing them. I think that's going to continue to – it's not going to get any better uh, and as replay gets more involved in the game and we're trying to correct and move the ball for half a yard, which, like Mike said, that was never the intent of replay. When we put replay back in in 1999, it was to correct the obvious mistake in a significant situation. We're so far away from that now, and I don't know how you pull it back. I think we need to figure out a way to create a better balance, but I don't know how they pull it back now. You know, I think it's an interesting comment. You guys probably hear this kind of thing from ex-players all the time. I don't think the, um, the officials get better or worse, but I think sometimes the officiating does because the way rules are structured and changed puts and at risk of defending officials, which no player ever wants to do, um, I think you put the officials in an impossible situation. I think there's a bunch of rules to put players in an impossible position as well, but the, the officials get, get scrutiny at times. They're in an impossible situation. Thank you. But I have to tell you, it's so different than it was when I was on the field because you were responsible for officiating the game. And now that responsibility is somewhat being taken away from you with this replay system. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's amazing when, when we officiated. If I threw a flag for defensive pass interference, which is a spot foul, I had to, in my memory, yeah. realize where it was. And after the play was over, adjust my flag and put it at the right spot. I didn't get help. Yeah. And now you have replay that's involved that's telling the guy, put the ball on the 23-yard line. I mean, and, and that's so what it sounds go, like. That's yeah, what yeah, it, yeah, it that's, does. It's oh, like yeah. the voice yeah. from yeah. above. And the voices come from the replay booth. The voices come from New York. 
So it's just like now their officials are getting, and I don't blame them, but they're getting more and more reliant on those voices that are in yeah. their ear. And I don't think it's a good thing for officiating. No, but and, and to your point, the rule book, look at the rule book from 30 years ago and look at it today, how much it, it, it's expanded and yeah. how many more rules there are. Now, I've always looked at it this way. It's not good when we're changing 10, 12 rules every year because no. everybody – now officials have to adjust, players have to adjust, coaches have to adjust. So it's good when there's maybe two or three things that they change versus a whole bunch of rule changes. Now everybody's got to start out again trying to learn something new. Dean Blandino and Mike Pereira from Fox Sports are joining us as we're talking about officiating in the National Football League. Guys, you know, in hockey, I've seen it for years, and we all have. There's kind of like a set of rules during the year and in the playoffs, let them play. I mean, people talked about it in football, but, man, I, this year I've kind of really seen that so much stuff has just gone by the wayside. Is the NFL kind of taking that same culture that we see in the game of hockey in the NHL where they kind of say, let them play in the playoffs? Well, I think there's a general. there's been a general philosophy the last couple of years. And you look at the foul numbers, historically, average between 15 and 16 fouls for both teams, you know, eight apiece, you know, in an ideal world. Those numbers have dropped, and now you're more 12, 13 per game, and I think there's a general philosophy to, and you never want to be technical, but I think we're, we're, we're letting things go on the line of scrimmage. You see some of these false starts where the offensive lineman kicking back a little early or the formation, and we're seeing those fouls. I don't think, no, and Mike, I don't want to speak for Mike, but I know what he's going to say. We never, as heads of officiating, said, we're going to let him play. Don't, you know, yeah. we want to call the game the same way from week one to the end of the season in the Super Bowl. But I think there is a, a, a philosophy or at least an internal thing with each official where these games mean so much they don't want to be the deciding factor so they're less likely to throw a flag. What I, My argument would be sometimes when you don't throw a flag, you are the deciding Guys, factor. Guys, quick question. Do we still got all-star crews? Uh, we have what all-star crews, yes. Yeah. And, and I know, Dean, I know Mike in the past has told us He's not a big fan of that. In the and that would that, be the current. Yeah, too. and yeah. it's just, you know, you want to keep that team of officials together. Are you on the same I, page I with like, that one? I like the crew concept. I like the cohesion from, from the regular season to the postseason. So I do like, in general, the crew. I think there's a balance because you can have some, you know, I also hated having some of our best officials sitting at home because their crew didn't mm -hmm. qualify for the playoffs. So if there's an opportunity to maybe take some of your best officials and sprinkle them in onto the crews where maybe you have one or two crew, crew members that aren't performing, I think the crew concept with the ability to replace people with some of your better folks, I think that to me is, the, is, is a better system. And I've told Moj all the time, I said to me, and I know it's kind of a rip to some of our own officials, but I don't, I don't care about the best officials. I care about the best yeah. officiating. And and you made reference to that already. Chris. Yeah. Well, you, you said it. And I, and I just think, and we were just talking about it, in it, with all the distractions that you have this week with this Super Bowl crew, you have to get together and talk about some of the basic things that you would never talk about if you had your crew with you. Mm -hmm. Who's going to bring in this ball? Who's going to do that? Who's going to go see this? Some of those things. And I just think that, you know, you work a team concept with both teams. It's the Eagles team. It's the Chiefs team. And yet the officiating crew is coming from six different crews. It just... To me, it's a concept that we went away from it in 2001 to 2003. And, and that's negotiated. You know, the officials have yeah, a union. Yeah, I know. 
and that the officials prefer this model, and they actually negotiated that in their last CBA. I was just going to ask that: who makes those decisions? Because when I look at rule changes and implementation, I scratch my head and wonder who is ultimately making these decisions. So for rules changes, it's a process. You have the competition committee yeah. that will meet. Anyone can propose a rule change. Yeah. Officials, they'll take they'll take feedback from fans yeah. and and coaches and players, and then the committee will get together, discuss these things, and then submit a, a list of proposals for membership to vote on. And ultimately, it's up to the membership, and you need 24 yes votes out of 32 clubs to pass a new rule. And th- that those are. Um, members like appointed from the from the teams typically yeah typically it's and and we have these this this you know they, they have this general session where they do the votes and it's two people it's typically somebody from ownership and a lot of times it's the head coach and uh and they they'll vote and they go around the room and and uh and they go through that process all right guys as we wrap up i've got one thing i want to get off my chest because mike i think i've texted you during a game on sunday not that you're busy or anything but when did we start having these rugby scrums where there's no whistle and guys <laughs> yeah, are yeah. pushing from behind? When did this all come into the game? Because I'm not a fan of it, and I think a lot of times you see some late hits because of it when player safety is involved. Well, I think it started. we started finding it when they all of a sudden they realized it was an easy way to get a first down. And more I points. Mean, and, and more points, and to be able to be pushed, to put in a report an ineligible as an eligible a big number 70 and line him up as a fullback and let him push the quarterback on the sneak i I, I do think it's something that they that they may end up looking at um you know for player safety reasons if there is injury data to support that all right go but we got medicine as people coming over here stealing cigars the bus is in the house i don't know what's going on somebody grab somebody grab the bus keep him here Hey, we're going to let you guys go. Mike, Dean, thanks so much for stopping by as a gift. Dean, I hope oh, you like Cuban you. cigars. Oh, there you go, my friend. All right, something for the you. bar tonight, you maybe. Ever you ever come to Vancouver? I'm going to get your information there you go. from Mike. And no, I won't give it to you. I'm not giving it to you. Thanks, I'll gentlemen. Give you mine. Love spending some time with our old friend Mike Pereira and getting to meet Dean Blandino for the first time as well. What great insight in terms of what to expect when it comes to officiating in the Super Bowl with those two. All right, before we get to break, got to tell you about our good folks at Able Auctions. That's right, Jeremy Dodd and his crew got things rocking and rolling. Of course, Julio Caravetta's down here. He's the brand ambassador for Able Auctions. I think Julio might be looking at some things down here, maybe to purchase and put online. Um, closing your business assets to sell. Email Jeremy Dodd and his crew at sales at ableauctions.ca. For information on current auctions, all you have to do is check out ableauctions.ca. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming up right here on the Northwest Tank Lines Super Bowl show. Hey, it's the Moj for my friends at Clark Woods LLP. Clark Woods LLP is a law firm designed with your convenience in mind. From the moment you first contact their office, they will work side-by-side with you to ensure your unique set of needs are met. At Clark Woods LLP, they are determined to exceed your expectations of what a lawyer can do for you. Their goal is to make the legal process as painless and as stress-free as possible. Clark Woods LLP. Partners in law, partners in your community. Check them out at clarkwoods.ca. Thinking of closing your business but not sure what it's all worth or how to get it sold? Let the experts at Able Auctions help. Able Auctions has helped thousands of BC-based business owners sell their business assets, equipment, and inventories for over 30 years. Recent sales include metal shops, wood shops, construction equipment, vehicle and truck fleets, and a whole lot more. If it's a business with assets, Able Auctions can get it sold. To get your business assets sold, email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ableauctions.ca. 
Looking for tires? Looking to meet your automotive needs? Looking for great service? Well, it's the Moge, and whenever it comes to tires or meeting those automotive needs, I only send my friends to one place, OK Tire and Langley. OK Tire and Langley is more than just tires. It's about complete automotive care, and it's about being treated right by my good friends, the Delaney family. Delaney's OK Tire and Langley, 19863 Fraser Highway, or call them at 604-530-2545. This is the Super Bowl Show, presented by Northwest Tank Lines, driven to deliver, and sponsored in part by the Pioneers Pub Richmond, OK Tire Langley, Able Auctions, Bet99.net, and Resurrection Spirits in East Van. Now, from Radio Row at Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix, here's Bob the Moj Marjanovic. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl Show, coming to you from Radio Row at the Convention Center in Phoenix. Super Bowl 57 pitting the Eagles against the Kansas City Chiefs. It's the Moj, Bob Marjanovic, along with Chris Burns. And, Burns, we've got a big hour number two coming up. In the final segment, you got to leave early. You've got some projects to do with Engel and Volkers. We'll talk a little bit it about that later. Sean Alexander, Seahawk running back of that team that went to the Super Bowl against the Steelers, is going to stop by. He's part of a great initiative that we will get into CafeMomentum.com is the yeah. website. It's it's really cool. Also stopping by at some point this hour, Ron Jaworski, longtime ESPN analyst, former Eagle quarterback, former Kansas City Chief quarterback, and looking forward to catching up to Jaws. Speaking of the Super Bowl, it ain't a Super Bowl without Brian Baldinger from the NFL Network stopping by. Your buddy. Yeah. Talk about yeah. what? Springsteen? Well, I guarantee we'll talk Cigars. about Springsteen for sure. Yeah. His, see where the travel dog his goes, his alter ego. Off-season tour. Right. You know, all these names, right? We talked about it a couple of times. Today's the day when, when things really starting to look like uh, look like they always have all the usuals showing up today. Well, we've got a new one today, and he's yeah. our next guest, Brian Erlacher. Of course, a pro football Hall of Famer with the Chicago Bears, college football Hall of Famer as well, is making his way here. He's part of the Dick and Jaws Cigar Party, kind of taking over for Coach. Brian, thanks so much for taking time out. Welcome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Nice to have you on board. Um, yeah. Let's get to the cause right now. You're here supporting this great cause that yep. Coach set up, and of course, Ron Jaworski. How'd you get involved? So I, a few years ago, I, they asked. I actually got inducted. They honored me to be in their Hall of Fame. Um, I didn't. So when I played, I didn't know what I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what the Grand Greats was because they don't talk about it. As current players, mm-hmm. they don't really. They don't tell you. They don't fill you in. And then when I retired, they approached me about it. And then um, you know, coach is getting a little older now, so they asked mm-hmm. me to be on the board, and maybe fill in for him when he can't do some things. I was more than happy to do it. And the cool thing about it now is. Like tonight, there's going to be a lot of current players there. Like, like I said, when I played, I didn't know, I had no idea what it was. So it's cool that some of these guys are going to show up and support the cause. But anything you can be connected to with Coach Ditka is a good thing, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So yeah. when he asked, asked me to do it, I said, "Oh yeah, sign me up." We were lucky enough to meet Coach at the Super Bowl in our infancy, like way back in the early 2000s, and then we really, really kind of cemented our relationship was. The Canucks played the Blackhawks in the playoffs three consecutive springs in a row, <laughs> and we used Dick's Restaurant as our base of operations. We got to know Perfect. Coach really well. Mm-hmm. Came up to Vancouver to speak at a couple of banquets, and, man, um, awesome. uh, I yeah. just I love the guy. I mean, I, yeah. that man could tell you how to make broccoli soup, and he'd have a whole room listening to it. A hundred percent. I mean, yeah. when, he, when he speaks, people pay attention, or when he, any, anytime you bring up his name or he's coming, people get so giddy. Especially in the Chicago area, they uh, he's, his clout is is huge there, and also NFL circles as well. But yeah, I got a lot of respect for him. 
And, of course, Jaw's a good buddy of ours as well. We've known him for, uh, for the years. Hey, speaking of friends, I'm going to ask you this before we get into all the football. Okay. Your buddies with Roanick. You're a big golfer. Oh, JR. Yeah. Oh, he's our guy. Yeah, yeah, he's Let's a, just tell some JR stories. Do we have enough time? No. I don't we have enough time for that. No. Unless you want to be here for the next two Man. hours. We need an HR department. Yeah. yeah. going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> do we, we have one? Yeah. Um, Who's the better golfer? Oh, JR. JR's great. Well, yeah. yeah, man. Hold on. First of all, he's got the hockey swing, so he's got the down swing it's, natural. Well, he doesn't hit it far. He just hits it straight, and he puts it great, and he's mean and feisty, and he's yeah. grinding out there the whole time. It's not he's, fair to play golf with hockey guys. Like, really, you're a football player. It's not, it is not fair. It's so natural for them, the downswing. Like, I've seen guys come up. Milan Lucic never played golf at Moja's golf tournament. Yeah. Comes out, no shoes on, no sleep. Comes out and, and just, like, yeah, like happy Gilmore Pins it 400 yards. Mike like, Madonna, great oh golfer. God, yeah. Mike, Mike played 20 years in hockey. It's yeah. just it's unreal. Uh, I played with um, Temu Solani oh with God. JR one time. Yeah. Temu was great, too. Yeah. I'll tell you a funny story about um, golf and, and JR. We were at the TPC right here in Scottsdale. Yeah. buddy of mine came down. It was 50th. We had three foursomes, and JR was part of our foursome with uh, my buddy Garnett, whose yeah. 50th birthday, Bernsey knows him. Years and, ago? Yeah, so we're sitting there, and I'm on the driving range, and Grant Fuhrer's there. Oh, you know, yeah, great golfer and by yep. himself. And, Good guy. Yeah, great. I'm saying, hey, Good Grant, guy. how you doing? We start chatting, and he goes, hey, Moj, what's up? And we start chatting. And I said, yeah, we're uh, golfing with Jair. So it was weird the way they spaced out the group. So it's our lead group, Grant's behind us, and then our next two groups behind. Okay. And I said, yeah, so JR's here. They wind up making a bet, of course. Oh yeah. So now we got to play from the tips because Jr's oh, playing Grant from the tips. JR. So we get up to the starters box. Starters waiting. There goes. You guys hockey fans? I'm kind of looking around. I go, ah, I'm not a big fan. My buddy goes, yeah, kind of. He goes, just to let you know, Stanley Cup champion goalie Grant Fuhrer's in the group behind you. And we look at Ronick and Ronick. Ronick oh. loses, oh, yeah, loses his crap. We're like, that's Jeremy Ronick the, right there. Oh, sorry, the, Mr. Ronick, sir. Jeremy's the third leading scorer, American yeah. born scorer, right? That's exactly that. what he's saying. He's he goes, not in the Hall of Fame. He goes, I'm yeah. one of the th- only three Americans to score 500 goals. That's it, yeah. And he goes, I don't even get recognized in my yeah. own country. And he's just losing his crap. Oh, my God. I'll never forget that that's, moment. That's JR, man. He gets a little hot. I think, I think we can all figure out why he's not in the hall yet. He pissed somebody off somewhere. Yeah, it's all political, right? <laughs> yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. Totally. He should be in the yeah. Hall of Fame totally. in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, you look at this game, Kansas City and Philadelphia. I mean, what are, uh, I mean, everyone's talking about storylines. What are some of the things that really interest you? You look at this game and go, I want to see how this is answered. I hope all those guys that got hurt for KC are healthy. In the last yeah. game, they finished with what two healthy wide receivers. I, I hope all the, I hope three Juju's rookies back. in the in the yeah, defensive, defensive backfield. backfield. I mean, you worry about that, but then you're like, oh, they got Patrick Mahomes. You know, uh, uh, the storylines for me uh, that defensive line for uh, Philly on those sixty something sacks they have. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so, crazy. Here's the way I look at that, though, that all the I'm saying, most of the games they played this year, they're in the lead. Yeah, you know, they're playing with the lead, so they're they're rushing the passer a lot more. They got them in, in passing situations, so they have a chance to get sacks. Um, but it's just hard for me not to believe that, that uh, Mahomes and Reed are going to figure that out and find a way. And the, he gets rid of the ball so fast. Yeah. You know, it, it's just it's tough for me to believe they're going to be good. You know, just, I, this just came to me. One of the things we haven't talked about, like we've talked about offensive and defensive lines. We've talked about defensive backfields. We've talked about, you know, backs and receivers and quarterbacks. We haven't talked about the linebackers at all. Like Nick Bolton. Yeah. Legit. I mean, there's some pretty good linebackers in this game. Uh, uh, is it Brian? What's the guy's name? Uh, William Gay. William yep. Gay, legit. And yep. also, uh, Philly's got some guys, too. Oh, yeah. But I, I, the defenses are good. I, I just, man, if Philly gets the ball, go start running the football, that it could be a long day. That offensive know? line. They're beasts. Like, they are beasts. But you look at the D-line for um, 
for the Chiefs, Chris Jones is a monster. The uh, number I don't know the bad. I don't feel bad on the names, but those dudes they do a good job in there. You know what? They're good. Um, but one of the things I said early in the week is you look at that group. Where's who wins? Like you know, yeah. in the NFL, you're going to win a, a game like this. You can scheme everything. Yeah. You got to have dudes, dudes that can beat other dudes, right? Yeah. So you look at so the you look D-line at that matchup for, for Philly. You look at the, Philly's D line versus Kansas City's O line. There's a bunch of guys that can win there. On paper, there is. You look On. at Philly's O line versus Kansas City's D line. The matchup, the the one matchup you might pick is Chris Jones inside against maybe against Kelsey, who's a pretty good player. Yeah. But I, like I think Frank Clark's the most overrated oh, yeah, pass Clark, rusher yeah, in the league. I forgot about Frank. He's good. Um, he, I, Who's he going to be? You, like you get yeah. him with either Lane Johnson or yeah. Jordan Mailata. Who are you picking ten times out of ten? Oh, it, obviously on paper, there's no yeah. doubt. Philly, Philly the on game's paper. over. The game's yeah. over. Yeah. Why, why on play? Paper. On paper, well, Mahomes shows up on paper too. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. But he <laughs> also so does Andy Reid. Yeah, shows up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, yeah. I, I mean, on paper, it looks like you know up front, D line, O line, that they have the advantage in Philly. They may have the advantage on paper, but they still have to play the game. Yeah, situational I, I, football. I know it's Super Bowl week. We're here to talk about the game. We've talked about the game, but I got a guy here that I think uh, I want to talk about the game in general a little bit because I think you're a guy that changed the game. There's a handful of guys in the last couple of decades of the NFL that changed the game. So in college, you were, you know, sort of a glorified DB, right? You were a guy a that came sa- in. I was that, a free safety. Yeah. That's what I was. Um, yeah. and, and I believe, was it Rocky Long? Was it was the coach? Coach Long, yep. Who, who, like, Former BC sort of, line. Yeah. yeah. Really? You oh, played yeah. up there? I didn't know that. Yeah. Created a kind of a different position. And yep. so you came into the league as an, like, you're not a small guy, but in, in those days especially, kind of an undersized middle linebacker that they allowed to do more. Well, I was 255. Okay. Six, four, so you were 255? Well, okay, I, you wasn't, look, I wasn't LeVon. Me, I'm sorry. Like, I wasn't LeVon Kirkland, I, so I, I was, was undersized. I mentioned <laughs> LeVon. <laughs> so, you know what? That's exactly who I'm thinking of. I mentioned LeVon Kirkland this morning. Okay, so that dude was good. You were not an undersized linebacker, but you yes. were a guy that that was asked to do things that, to that point, linebackers were not asked to do. Yes, right. You were You're dropping right. in pass coverage more than I three yards. The, good, the thing I was proud, of, I didn't leave the field. Yeah, you know, a lot of guys. We had even like before I got there, Barry, the guy who I replaced, Barry on third down left the field. Yeah, so I was how I was proud that I never had to go. I never went off the field. And, I could play all three downs and do them okay. And line, middle linebackers. In, at, when you came into the league, which wasn't that long ago, yeah, were, were pri- like the first thing you had to do was step up and stuff the run, stuff, right? That's, that's back when they ran the ball. Yeah, yeah. which you, which you could do. Yes, but your 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 you know the thing that separated you was your ability to get out and run and pass coverage and and that was playing DB in college. Yeah. Obviously, you know that, that that transitioned pretty well to the NFL. The, the hard thing for me was playing the run because yeah. in college all I did was run downhill and make plays. Yeah, you know I was sm- smashing out downhill, never got blocked. And, uh, learning to deal with blockers was hard for me as well. Yeah, Brian. And before we let you go, yeah. we got the one minute signal from Uh-oh. your handlers yeah. here. Two so we, minutes. Oh, we got one or two. We got. She's giving yeah. us two. We got oh. an extra minute. Oh, we got forever. All right. I just gave you two minute warning. Two minutes. It's yeah. fine. Um, who do you like and why? I like the Chiefs because of. I mean, you can you can like you said on the paper, it's Philly up front, Philly on both sides of the ball. But you, Mahomes, you can't account for what he does. Uh, Andrew Reid's one of the smartest coaches in the NFL. He's been around for a long time. He's won a lot of games. Sirianni is a good coach as well. And Dave Tobe, the special teams coach for uh, 
the Chiefs also coached me in Chicago for nine years. So I oh. like that dude as well. It's another <laughs> thing we haven't talked a lot about. Especially one thing that we want to get into as well, uh, the cigar party. People want yeah. more info how to donate or purchase items. I know you got yeah. a lot of online stuff. How do it's they go uh, about uh, Jaws and uh, or Dick Ken Jaws Cigar Party. That's it. Just go on there. Online. I think it's the online website thing. I'm not good at uh, computers, so don't ask me those questions. All right, man. You're good at golf. I'll, I'll be there tonight, so go. It's going to be a fun day. I know there's going to be a lot of people there. I've heard over a thousand yeah. people are going. Should be fun. Um, a lot of current players, a lot of ex players. Um, should be a good time. I asked Roanoke for a story. Ollie just come back with a ha 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 ha. So we'll see what Roanoke can tell us. But great, too little, too sure. late. Yeah, sorry, Jr. <laughs> too late, guy. Hey, Brian, yeah. thanks for thanks doing so this. Much, Appreciate Thank it. You. See, see you next time. Thanks, thanks for talking to you. Thank you. Thank you to Brian Erlacher for stopping by and making time for us. Before we get to break, I've got to tell you about the Delaney's. That's right. OK Tire, more than tires out there at 19863 Fraser Highway. They've got you tug. They've got it covered from top to bottom. Full auto service that protects your warranty. You're talking alignment, brakes, car accessories, oil change, struts. You can go on, but you get the idea. OK Tire Langley, Delaney's OK Tire and Langley, 19863 Fraser Highway. Or call him to book an appointment at 604-530-2545. Coming up in the next segment, Brian Baldinger from the NFL Network joins us right here on Radio Row. And we're looking forward to talking to Baldinger. It's always fun. All that and more coming up right here on the Northwest Tank Lines Super Bowl Show. Northwest Tank Lines is North America's premier tank truck company. Northwest hauls more than 50,000 bulk loads every year safely and on time. It's why Northwest Tank Lines is the company others want to be. A family business with dedicated employees since 1955, Northwest Tank Lines provides exceptional service, state-of-the-art equipment, and the leading drivers. Northwest Tank Lines, driven to deliver. For more information, visit northwesttanklines.com. The biggest game in football is this Sunday. And the two best places to catch the action are Pioneers Pub and Ladner Landing. The crew at Pioneers Pub in Richmond are ready to welcome you with the coldest, freshest, cheapest beer in town. Plus food features and football pricing all day long. Meanwhile, at Ladner Landing, you'll be greeted by the best selection of cold craft beer and plenty of big game pricing and activities. Football Sunday. Catch the game at Pioneers Pub at number three in Williams in Richmond or the Landing Pub and Liquor Store in Ladner. Hey, it's the Moj for my friends at Clark Woods LLP. Clark Woods LLP is a law firm designed with your convenience in mind. From the moment you first contact their office, they will work side-by-side with you to ensure your unique set of needs are met. At Clark Woods LLP, they are determined to exceed your expectations of what a lawyer can do for you. Their goal is to make the legal process as painless and as stress-free as possible. Clark Woods LLP, partners in law, partners in your community. Check them out at clarkwoods.ca. This is the Super Bowl Show, presented by Northwest Tank Lines and sponsored in part by the Ladner Landing Pub and Grill, OK Tire Langley, Able Auctions, Bet99.net, and Resurrection Spirits in East Van. Now, here again from Radio Row at Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix, Bob the Moj Marjanovic. Welcome back to the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl shows. We come to you live from Radio Row, Phoenix Convention Center, Super Bowl 57, pitting the Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. It's the Moj, Bob Marjanovic, along with Chris Burns, and the Super Bowl is not complete unless there is a visit from Brian Baldinger of the NFL Network. Fox give him Sports, a hand. Give him Compass a hand. Media give, we'll give you a hand, yes. NFL Inside Sky Sports as yes. well, working with our buddy Jeff yeah, Reinbold. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, all year long with yeah. Jeff. How are you doing? Once his CFL season's ended. Uh-huh. I'm doing good, guys. You know, I'm. Uh, we did a lot of our NFL Network stuff in L.A. So I, I'm, I'm, like, basically kind of 
finished most of my stuff. Got to do some stuff at Sky. Uh-oh. So I'm like, I'm, I'm ready to get out, you know. So we're going cigars. out tonight. Absolutely. Okay. Cigar party? Yeah, Charles sure. Dick, hey, we're yeah. going to be there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So um, this game pits a team that you know rather well. Philly. Yeah. You've done a lot of, I think it's preseason work with Philly, right? No, Follow I used them to. And, I, I didn't yeah. do it the last couple of years, but I, I've yeah. done them, yeah. So, I mean, you know this team inside out. And, and Baldy, you know, it's interesting. Just about everyone we talk to, it seems like the common theme. Across the board, Philadelphia is better. Kansas City has the edge in two critical spots, mm-hmm. quarterback and head coach. Mm-hmm. Great. That, that's pretty, pretty fair. Yeah. I mean, if you want to sum it up like that, I would agree with that. Um, you know, my, I have a really good friend on the Eagles, Lane Johnson. So, you know, Lane, Lane is like an all-pro, Bernsey, in a lot of oh, different yeah. ways. Yeah. Okay? Like, yeah. you know, he, he built his barn in his backyard, Morristown, New Jersey. Yeah. And he loaded it with the best gear possible. Yeah. Like, for, it's like a, like a weight room gear. on, yeah. it's like a weight room on, you know, like, uh, uh, per, like, you know, yeah. enhancement. Okay, I don't want to say any of those words anymore. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, yeah. so it's 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 so you know the whole team trains over there at some time or another. So you know I go over there. It's, it's ten minutes from NFL film, so I'll break on a day on Monday and I'll go over there and I'll work out. And he's got his trainer over there. He's got his nutritionist. I I just go over there and eat and train and and hang out. So when I'm around these guys and you just like they just have a camaraderie. I'm sure Kansas yeah. City has the same, but you know this group is just really like they're just. A close-knit group of guys. But, and Baldy, I remember talking to you one day on the phone when you were there. Yeah. And you're just hanging out, you know, like yeah. it's like you're just hanging out in the backyard with the boys. Yeah. It just happens to be some guys squatting, you yeah. know, 700 pounds. Yeah, Jalen's in there, like, deadlifting 620. Um, so, you know, yeah, you say, well, Kansas City's got that too. But you know as well as I do that not every group is like no, that, right? not at all. And it doesn't hurt when you're, like, Let's be honest. You, nobody breaks down offensive and defensive line like you do. I watch all the, everything you post. Yeah, um, that's the best offensive line in the league. Yes, like I think head and shoulders above yes. anybody else. Yes. Right. Yes, that helps with that camaraderie. But you know, like that—that that is a huge difference that I don't think people people really understand. The reason, the single biggest reason Philly's offense has been so productive is that group up front. Yeah. No, I agree, Bernsey. And you know, it's it's. Um, you know, like Lane Johnson's in his 10th year. Like, he's seen it all. He's won a Super Bowl. But, like, you draft a guy like Landon Dickerson. Like, Landon Dickerson is their left guard, right? Yeah. Left guards are people too, Bob. You know? and but like, <laughs> Good, but good he, people. But, like, you know, he's like this character that you don't know. Like, he, he, like he's up at 3 in the morning. He's like, he's, like, he's mentally thinking about, I don't know, rebuilding a car engine. You know, like, like he's just a different type of guy, but fun. Jordan Malad is playing ukulele, singing... Oh country song like they just have a collection of personalities at the end of the day they love to work they really like each other the quarterback is a special guy like no nothing like nobody outworks the quarterback Jalen Hurts and it's all about team and they just have and then Nick Sirianni like you you guys covering all these sports and all these different leagues is any head coach having more fun than Nick Sirianni like he's having a good time he's having a ball you know and so like it's just a it's just the, the way the whole thing came together. How much is continuity a key, though, too? I mean, just having those same guys play over and over game after game. Right? Well, it, it, it helped, you know. Yeah. I mean, Lane obviously had the injury, missed a couple games. You know, he's playing through a pretty critical injury. We'll have surgery when the season's over. But he's, he'll get through the game. Um, they, they've had a lot. You know, Jordan Malata missed a game, you know, after, you know, he got uh, head-butted against Jacksonville whatever. But for the most part. They've lined up just about everybody. But even their backups, Andre Dillard's a first-round pick. <laughs> you know, and Jack Driscoll is a third-year player that just keeps getting bigger and stronger. He could start for a lot of teams. and So they've got depth there. And they drafted, 
Jason Kelsey's replacement out of Nebraska is going to be a really good player. Um, yeah. he, might, he might be as good as J.C. Kelsey right now, but we're never going to find out right now. Brian Baldinger from the NFL Network, Compass Sports. Of course, you hear him in Vancouver, some of the games. Um, throw this out there for you. I mean, everyone's talking about this game. We all know it's decided in the trenches. Let's, yeah. let's be real. Do you see any team having a decisive advantage over the other on the two lines of scrimmage? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the Philadelphia defensive line. Like, I love Zeus. He's, he, like, you know, he, he'll, he'll send me a text when they didn't run the ball worth a darn. And he's like, what do you see, Baldy? He's like, what? Yeah. why aren't they calling? I'm like, so, like, he, no, he's following, but I, they're just not as good up front. You know, Andre Wiley and these guys, they, they, they've played every game together. I'm a big Trey Smith fan, uh, Creed Humphrey fan, huge. They were at the OL Masterminds this year in July. Second week of July, Bernsey. These guys are at the OL Masterminds, Trey Smith, Creed Humphrey. They, yeah. Camp starts in two weeks. And there they are in, in 100-degree Dallas, Texas. Young learning, guys with learning other from Steve things Hutchinson, to do. Yeah. Learning from Willie Rofe, learning from Lane Johnson. Like, they're there to learn. Like, it, it, like they're just impressive guys, you know. Yeah. But, I, I, but I think the Eagles' defensive line is, is, that, is better. And so, like, they are, they are a good group. That, that offensive line in Kansas City is a good group. Mm-hmm. But I think compared to the, to the rest of the league, but I just think Philly is that – their offensive line is that much better. I think Philly's offensive line is the best group on the field. Yeah, I do. Followed maybe by their defensive line. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, and they go against each other every day. Yeah. Like, you know, in the NFC Championship game, the Eagles dressed 10 defensive linemen. Yeah. 10. And they all played. I just had this thought. The scout team's playing against Ndamukong Sue. Right. He's a backup. Yeah. No, like, so, yeah, you know, and – Jordan Davis is 370 pounds. He's like, yeah. you know, he's working himself. He can move. He can move, and he's working himself back into shape. Like, they're all getting good work. They're yeah. all getting good work. And, and, they, and there'll be a day this week when they were in full pads. Like, they want to go in pads. They yeah. want to hit. Yeah. Like, it's like they, they, they don't want to come here and have a country club. They want to yeah. work. So the question I, I keep asking people, you know, we know Kansas, Kansas City has great pieces. Philly's great across the board. One of the, the, the biggest key is Andy Reid. In, from your perspective, give this guy two weeks to prepare. What, what do you expect them to come up with to try to beat the, the, the Philly defense? Well, you know, they're, they're excellent in the red zone. So, you know, if you get down inside the 10, are you kicking field goals and scoring touchdowns? I mean, they're as good as anybody. Philadelphia is very good, too. But the, two of the three best teams in the league in the red zone. So Andy's creativity a lot of times just comes in that part of the field, mm-hmm. like finishing with touchdowns. And so Mahomes is great at it. I mean, who knows who's going to take the snap sometimes, like who, what the motions are going to be, the formations. They're going to have some wrinkles mm-hmm. that the Eagles haven't seen. Um, and, you know, and the, the, you might get a play here or play there. But these things in the coaching department, I don't think they're going to be the difference game. Although you would say that and you go, okay, Philly special five years ago might have been the difference with the Eagles beating the Patriots and not beating the Patriots. So sometimes that gadget play, Pulling it out at the right time, executing it the right way, can be the difference. See, I don't know that it has to be a gadget play necessarily, but I think for for Kansas City to beat Philly, the, the coach has to has to come up with something that that puts his stars in a place to win it. Whether it's you know, like I don't think you beat Philly's defense running zone zone runs, right? Mm-hmm. So do you do you you know find a a, a wrinkle on a trap well, play you know, or something like, like that? Sometimes if you can stay with the running game long enough, and yeah. Kansas City has a hard time doing that. You know, they, they ran for 47 yards against Cincinnati. And Cincinnati plays a five-man defensive front. You watch them on first down, birds, they're gaining a yard. Yeah. Like, you know, if, if, if Andy Reid's offense gains a yard on first down in the run game, he's not running it on second down, ever. Yeah. He's just not doing it. 
So you've got to give them a reason to run it. So if they can stay with it, what happens, as you know, is the game dictates what runs. Yeah. Because, like you, yeah. You've got them all there. You've got five or six different runs you're going into the game with. And then you're like, well, we can't get the Mike linebacker blocked. How are we going to yeah. block? And so sometimes you get it fixed during the game, and then you can adjust during the game. But sometimes you got to run it. You got to keep running it, even though you're only getting one yard a carry. Because if you keep at it later yeah. in the game, you're going to need it, and you're and you're going to yeah. be able well, to establish not Kansas it. City, though. It it. But you're you're right. It doesn't happen. I mean, we do when we're doing games up in in the CFL for for years. It drives us crazy. Yeah. But no, that's, it's, it's, it's just the way up. it goes. It's not. No, it's the, not the way they do. It's not Andy Reid's philosophy. And if you got Patrick Mahomes. Quite honestly, it doesn't make any sense to do and that. You're not going to win. Like, there's no way Kansas City is going to win this game. They're not going to turn into Philly and run it 40 plus times no. a game and win it. If they're going to win, Patrick Mahomes is going to win it for him. I do believe, and maybe it's just the offensive lineman in me. You got, you have to be able to run the ball. Maybe it's only for 40 yards, but if it's for six, six or 16 yards, they, I, I don't see how you. The, win. the big thing is, as long as they they respect it. I mean, you got to get yeah. some sort of respect. You might not have to run the ball that much, but they have yeah. to respect the run because if they just pin their ears back when they want. Yeah. I mean, it makes life difficult for an offensive line. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. like the Eagles, the Kansas City does a lot, and they'll do their fly sweeps. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll, uh, you know, they'll roll right protection. I mean, they'll do a lot of different things. It, it, it also depends a little bit on just like how healthy Cardarius is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what role Clyde edwards alaire might make or not make. We don't know yet. You know, it depends a little bit on like who's up and who's down for Kansas City. One thing I think that's a big key too is we talk about Mahomes' ankle. The, and I've played with a similar injury to that. Obviously, didn't play quarterback. But don't be surprised if Mahomes runs because that injury, it's, it's going to be more difficult on him moving around in the pocket, planting his feet to throw the football. I, I don't know that it's necessarily going to keep him from taking off and running well, for I a mean, first down. Well, look at the final first down of the game, the yeah. AFC Championship game. Last play know, of the game, I think. Last, last play before the field goal. So, yeah. yes, I mean, he, he, it's, nothing is going to – he's the ultimate competitor. Yeah. Like, nothing's going to stop him. Or really slow him down. And, mm-hmm. you know, he even said, like, in that game, the, the hardest part was stopping. Yeah. So, you know, he'll just dive forward. He'll slide. He'll do what he has to do. But if he has to run for first downs or – I mean, he's excellent at extending plays. Yeah. Going with the yeah. Eagles? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. going with the Eagles. I mean, I thought they were the best team in football all year long. And I thought they made really key – I had a, a, a former personnel director there. One year when the year when the, when they won the Super Bowl, he told me in preseason he goes, Baldy, count the number of moves we make from the time preseason ends to the end of the season. I guarantee you we make ten moves. So like if you just like follow it up this year, they bring in Dominican Sue, they bring in you know uh, 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 Chauncey Gardner Johnson, mm-hmm. you know they they bring in Vance, uh, you know they bring in all these different guys during the season. And so they made a lot of moves to upgrade this, uh, this, the team. All right, before we let you go, this is the most important update. The travel dog, where are you off to as soon as the Susan ends? Because that's amazing. And how many Springsteen concerts this year? Yeah, well, I know he's playing in Dallas, I think, tonight. So I can't make tonight's show. Um, <laughs> that's gonna we're, that we're going in Portland. Okay. Come up, uh, come up to, the, to the Northwest. You send me December, like, uh, February 25th. February 25th. Uh, well, I... Won't be in the country on February 25th. You'll be in Belize. I'll be in Belize next Friday, diving the blue hole. Nice. I'll be in Costa Rica after that. I'll be in Kona. Oh. Um, I'll be in Colombia. Uh, you know, I got, I got some destinations. Like, I, I got some work I right. got to do. And, but, I, you know, when I'm not there, 
I'll be at my house in Fort Lauderdale. I'll be international. You know, we tried this. We tried to go to Springsteen on Broadway. For all the years we've known each other, we've talked about going to a Springsteen show. Yeah. We should tr let's try and find right, one sure. we can make it Pull to, wherever it is. We'll, we'll find one yeah, for sure. We'll find Baldy, one. great stuff. Always a treat Thanks, having Bob. you on board. Yep. Thank you so much. See you guys and tonight. It's not, like I said, it's not the Super Bowl until we talk to Baldy. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Brian Baldinger from the NFL Network, Compass Sports Media as well. Always fun catching up with the travel dog and one of the number one, uh, probably one of the top Bruce Springsteen fans on the planet. All right, speaking of fans, we're fans of Mark Woodall and the folks at Resurrection Spirits. They're resurrecting the spirits of Canada. Before the amalgamation of spirit production in Canada, small distillers produced rye grain-based spirits became famous across North America and the world. These distilleries use locally sourced ingredients to create high-quality products with a distinct essence and appeal. Resurrection Spirits is reclaiming that tradition and using 100% BC rye grain to handcraft rye whiskey, gin, and vodka. Pay them a visit at 1672 Franklin Street in Vancouver or visit them online at resurrectionspirits.ca. In the next segment, he is the man. He's, he's like the Eagles brand ambassador around here. Ron Jaworski, longtime ESPN analyst, stops by. We'll talk to Jaws. He's next on the Northwest Tank Lines Super Bowl show. Looking for tires? Looking to meet your automotive needs? Looking for great service? Well, it's the Moj, and whenever it comes to tires or meeting those automotive needs, I only send my friends to one place, OK Tire and Langley. OK Tire and Langley is more than just tires. It's about complete automotive care, and it's about being treated right by my good friends, the Delaney family. Delaney's OK Tire and Langley, 19863 Fraser Highway, or call them at 604-530-2545. Northwest Tank Lines is North America's premier tank truck company. Northwest hauls more than 50,000 bulk loads every year, safely and on time. It's why Northwest Tank Lines is the company others want to be. A family business with dedicated employees since 1955, Northwest Tank Lines provides exceptional service, state-of-the-art equipment, and the leading drivers. Northwest Tank Lines, driven to deliver. For more information, visit northwesttanklines.com. Specializing in handcrafted craft spirits, Resurrection Spirits in Vancouver is the place to go for the finest craft whiskey and liqueurs on the market. Savor the smooth and bold flavors of their special reserve rye whiskey, the perfect ingredient for an unforgettable old-fashioned cocktail. And be sure to try their award-winning Nochino, a unique and handcrafted liqueur made with 100% rye grain spirit. Resurrection Spirits on Franklin Street in Vancouver. Or visit them online and enter The Moj for 20% off your order. This is the Super Bowl Show, presented by Northwest Tank Lines and sponsored in part by the Pioneers Pub Richmond, OK Tire Langley, Able Auctions, Bet99.net, and Resurrection Spirits in East Van. Now, here again from Radio Row at Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix, Bob the Moj Marjanovic. Welcome to the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl Show. Coming to you from Radio Row, it is Super Bowl 57, pitting the Kansas City Chiefs against the Philadelphia Eagles, our 22nd year at Radio Row, and a guy who's joined us for just about each and every year, longtime ESPN analyst, former NFL quarterback with the Rams and the Eagles, the one and only Ron Jaworski. And the Chiefs and the Dolphins. I know you got to get them all in there. You know, they all paid me. Were you on a neg list in Canada as well? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think list? maybe the Argonauts, the Yellowettes <laughs> wanted me, didn't they? <laughs> Josh, great having you on board. And I got to tell you, man, how much love am I giving you today? I got the t shirt on promoting the party tonight. Well, first of all, yeah. 
22 years, that's amazing. I, I think yeah. I, I don't remember missing any any of these events with you. If I wasn't here, yeah. maybe oh, maybe no. I missed one. But I think I I've think made everyone. Yeah. It's always great to see you guys and have fun with. And them. I've got yeah. We're going to talk about the Mueller revives uh, this leg. Apparatus that I wait, got on. You must feel revived already. I do. It feels good. They're amazing. Back in my playing days, there was a technology similar to this. Now, it's way advanced right now. This is like state-of-the-art stuff. And it's always, it's always about moving your blood. It's really that mm -hmm. simple. Get blood flow throughout your body. You sit there with the revive product on there. The compression moves the blood. You can feel it moving up and down your leg. Oh, yeah. When you get up off of that, you could run a 4540. Okay, it better be, just, down, it better just, be downhill no. with a hurricane behind you. No? No. no. He, could, he could run real fast about three steps, and then it's all going to fall apart. I might um, get seven steps, and then I'm going to fall apart. MuellerSportsMed.com is the website for more, informa uh, for, for more information on this. Discount code RADIO2023. And by the way, um, if you want to check it out online and social media, at The Real Moj on Twitter and on Instagram, Jaws, uh, so much fun always catching up with you. Great. And, you know, we, we talk about the party, and, you know, I know that Coach hasn't been feeling well, um, and he won't be here, but he's going to be here in spirit. And it's great to see a guy like Brian Urlacher come down on Radio Row and step up for coaching and, and also for you and for the cause. Yeah, well, he's a, he's a Hall of Famer, replacing Coach, yeah. replacing Coach Ditka, which is you can't do it. And Coach Ditka's a special guy. And, I, you know, Coach and I have been doing this. This is our 13th year doing our cigar party. The benefit, great iron greats. His foundation and Jaws Youth Playbook for my uh, foundation for at-risk kids' youth. But some people tend to forget the Gridiron Greats, what they do is help former players. Not every player is making $10 million a year like a lot of players are making now, or a million dollars a year. A lot of guys that are the foundation of the league are barely getting by. They don't pay their rent. They're ready to get evicted from their apartment or their house, whatever. Coach Ditka started the Gridiron Greats Foundation to help those guys. I've seen Coach Ditka reach his pocket and pull out thousands of dollars of cash to help former players. So what he has done through Gridiron Greats is absolutely so commendable. I can't say what, what a, how, how big an honor it's been to work with Coach Ditka on this event to help raise money. I mean, you guys do a great job. It's a great fundraiser. We've always supported it. Yep. Been there. Um, uh, are you disappointed, perhaps, the fact that the current players perhaps aren't doing as much as you'd like to see in terms of helping the guys that laid the foundation for the big contracts they have? Uh, first off, first I would commend Roger Goodell. I think he's done a fantastic okay. job of recognizing the former players through the CBA and the collective bargaining. Our, our pensions have gotten better. Good. There's still some old-timers, I would say, maybe the pre-60 guys, mm -hmm. and there aren't many of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They really haven't been. They've benefited some by the new CBAs, but uh, you know, we tend to forget about those guys. Yeah. Young players, that's, you know, that's not even on their radar. That yeah. Guys that built the foundation of this league we're building it for ten and twelve thousand dollars a year, where the average career is only three point one years. Do you think it really is getting better? And by that I mean the the um, the impact on current players, their understanding of you know who these guys were and how they laid the foundation for them to be where they are today, for this game to be as big as it is, and for them to make the money that they make and have the profile that they do. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't either. I, I don't. I don't think so. I'd like to say, oh yeah, they all recognize. Yeah. If Coach Ditka walked in the room, they wouldn't know who the hell he was. You yeah. know. Yeah. Hey, there's Jaws. He, he played 17 years. Helped. You know. Hey, went to the Super Bowl. Blah blah blah. League MVP. I, I never heard of him. Maybe watch me on Monday Night Football. You know. Yeah. You, you, you never. They just don't know. And, and I think there are some teams that do a great job. By the way, one of the teams I played with was the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm -hmm. My final year was in 1989 with the Chiefs, and Lamar Hunt. 
was phenomenal in recognizing those guys that laid the foundation of the league. There were golf outings, there were events, and he, and he brought players in for a game, treat, you know, recognized them on the field, did a great job of recognizing those players that were the foundation of the Kansas City Chiefs. There are a lot of teams in the National Football League that do a great job of getting their former players involved with the present day players, and there are a lot of teams that don't do squat. What do you think the best way is to do that? Like, what should, what should teams, what should the NFL be doing? Well, I, you know, I think the Eagles, where I live, are, you know, are, are one of the teams that does a good job. Can they do better? Yeah, I, I think so. But I think overall they do a good job. Uh, and I, I, there are some teams that don't. But just recognize, bring them, you know, not just a, a, come out to practice for a day. Yeah. You know, big deal. Big, do yeah. something more at a game. Yeah. What they do have an alumni game in a, a preseason game in Philadelphia. But, you know, bring the guys in for a regular season game. Recognize the alumni in the field. Have a, yeah. have, a, suite. A, have a big dinner. Yeah. Have yeah. a big yeah. dinner. Recognize the guys that built the multi-billion dollar business that yeah. each NFL team now is. Recognize those guys. Those not only players, but coaches, administrators. Yeah. And, and Good point. And really let everyone be aware. These are, hey, let the players know. Hey, guys, you're making all this money because of the sacrifices yeah. of these men. Yeah. Ron Jaworski yeah. is our guest, longtime ESPN analyst. Of course, he is here. His beloved Eagles going up against another former team, the Chiefs. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> right. you got, you got I, I can't lose. You can't lose. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I mean, you identify as an Eagle. I no mean, question. Um, what similarities do you see between this team and the team that won the Super Bowl? Leadership. I think there's great leadership, and it starts with Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Fletcher Cox. Uh, Brandon Graham, you know, guys that are on that team that now letting this group know what it takes to win a Super Bowl. Not saying they're going to win, but they're going into the game with the understanding from veteran players that have been on a Super Bowl team. And the Chiefs are kind of in that same way. They have some veteran players. They just won a few years ago, so you have that kind of leadership. But, but the difference in this team, I, I think, is basically the defense. This, I mean, this is a really, really good defense. I mean, 77 sacks in 19 yeah. games wow. this year. 57% of those sacks came by just a four-man rush. So when you can blitz, rush the quarterback without blitzing, yeah. man, it's a great well, advantage. Well, for your secondary. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 all the lanes, because you got four guys underneath rather than two or three underneath. You know, those, those, those windows become real small. That, to me, is one of, the, one of the biggest factors, one of the most unbelievable things. Not only do they not blitz, they don't stunt either. They, and, and one thing, we've talked about this before, especially in big games, but if you want to win consistently in the NFL, you got to have guys on one side that can line up one-on-one -on -one and beat another guy. That's, right. That's how they do it. Yeah. It's not smoke and mirrors. Yeah. It's not bringing disguised blitzes. It's guys lining up and beating the guy across yeah. from them, and they got two or three, uh, three deep at yeah. each position to do that. And Jonathan Gannon is a defensive coordinator, and he's done a really good job this year of simplifying the scheme. Now, yeah. last year to start the season, they, they were awful to start the season. I mean, they were getting yeah. gutted by every passing attack there was. He settled into what his players do best. As you said, it's not a big blitzing team. They do they blitz about 23% of the time, which is yeah. middle of the pack. But you, you, you I, can't, I thought it was less than that. That's yeah, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it, 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 that's how you, everyone yeah. calculates them yeah. differently. There's designer blitzes, and they drop someone out the backside, and you're still only yeah. rushing four. Yeah. So there's a different way. But I'd say so, so yeah. somewhere between 20 and 25%. So it's not a heavy blitz, but there's enough to make you worry about it. Yeah, they will sure. also bring a safety down in the box. Not a lot, but yeah. enough to make you think yeah. about it. It's not, okay, we're going to get this look, that's our look. No, they will give you different looks. You will get a corner cat. You start squeezing your formations down, oh, those corner cats are coming. Yeah. They'll enter into the running game. So they do a lot of things yeah. 
that maybe you wouldn't expect because the defense is ranked at high. You think you've got Buddy Ryan's <laughs> blitzing defense. No, they're basically a conservative defense. But players play great. And you said yeah. that down four, not a lot of slants, not a lot of stunts, not a lot of twists. They just go man on a man. Once they get you in third and seven, man, that ball better come out. Well, the other thing, too, Juz, is, you know, even from the offensive side of the ball, when you simplify things and just say, this is what we're running, we're running base, we're coming after you, you play with aggression. You play with confidence. Because yeah. you're not worried about, well, i got to do this, i got to adjust this way. For the most part, you're just pinning your ears back and saying, here I come. Best offensive line in the league. Yes, sir. Let's talk about bar that. Bar none. Bar none. Yeah. Best offensive line. Three guys that were all pros and two alternates for, for the Pro Bowl. Five guys are all literally all pro offensive linemen. Phenomenal. An experienced veteran group. Honestly, Jaws, one of the best offensive lines I've seen. Yeah, like it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out on a limb and say it's the best offensive line ever, but I can't remember an offensive line that I look at and go, that one was way better than this Chiefs O line. I, I would agree with you. And yeah. you know, you look at teams historically that have won the Super Bowl. You know, it, it usually is about the offensive line. And the one thing I always do at the end of each season when they start getting to the playoffs, I look at the team's offensive line roster mm. and how many injuries they've had. And if you're healthy throughout the regular season and your offensive line stays together, now there's Lane got hurt a couple weeks ago. We had one or two games missed. But this, this line has been together pretty much the entire season. Yeah. And, you know, five guys up front working as one, that's the key. It coach, is. I know you're going to pick the Eagles. Why do they win this game? Coach, uh, I just called you Coach Joss. You can call me the yeah. like, I, I feel like a coach sometimes. When you look at the overall roster of the football team, and you go position by position, the Eagles win. They got yeah. more good players than the Chiefs. And the Chiefs got Patrick Mahomes. They're banged up. Wide receivers, running backs, yeah. secondary. The Eagles, the Eagles this, is a, this is a great stat to me. The 22 players that started opening day for the Eagles will be starting this Sunday. That's crazy. That Gridiron, doesn't happen. Gridirongreats.com. Of course, that's the website. they got some great online auction stuff. Yep. We're going to be there tonight. Hey, I buy my shway. We buy this stuff. We <laughs> support. We bought some tickets. Josh, great stuff. And again, Mueller Sports Medicine. Check that out. Um, MuellerSportsMed.com and use that discount radio code. Revive. It's amazing. You're amazing how good you're going to feel. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Love you guys. Bernsey, always a treat talking to Ron Jaworski. So much fun. And as he mentioned, over the years, man, I don't think we've done a Super Bowl without having Jaws on the program. No, absolutely can't remember one year. He's one of the staples, one of those guys that we look forward to seeing seeing every year. And he throws a pretty good party, too. So, you know, there's, uh, there's win-win all around when, uh, when we talk to Josh. Now, talking about Josh being a staple at Radio Row, if you're talking about realtors and real estate companies that are staples in your community, look no further than Engel and Volkers. Well, yeah, thank you, Moj. We've been talking about it for years. You want an elevated level of service, competence, exclusivity, and passion. You want global connections, local expertise. Myself and the folks at Engel and Volkers provide that for you. An elevated level of service, the highest quality marketing you can get. If uh, if you want to know more about Anglin Volkers, hey, let me know. Visit my website, chrisburns.evrealestate.com, or send me an email at chris.burns at evrealestate.com. Great stuff. You know what? It's just like riding a bike, man. You got stronger as that went on. Like, you haven't done well, an Anglin and Volkers I, reading so long. I wasn't expecting it, right? And like, you, know, you hey. just, like, you know, you just, as it went on and on, you just got stronger, maybe conviction. Hey, I love it. It's, it's what I do every day. So, All right, okay. we will wrap up our show. Our last segment will feature Seahawks running back, former Seahawks running back, Sean Alexander. He stops by to talk about a great initiative that he has that he's part of that is helping youth that is at risk. And we'll talk Super Bowl with him as well. All that and more in the Northwest Tank Lines Super Bowl show. 
Thinking of closing your business but not sure what it's all worth or how to get it sold? Let the experts at Able Auctions help. Able Auctions has helped thousands of BC-based business owners sell their business assets, equipment, and inventories for over 30 years. Recent sales include metal shops, wood shops, construction equipment, vehicle and truck fleets, and a whole lot more. If it's a business with assets, Able Auctions can get it sold. To get your business assets sold, email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ableauctions.ca. The biggest game in football is this Sunday. And the two best places to catch the action are Pioneers Pub and Ladner Landing. The crew at Pioneers Pub in Richmond are ready to welcome you with the coldest, freshest, cheapest beer in town. Plus, food features and football pricing all day long. Meanwhile, at Ladner Landing, you'll be greeted by the best selection of cold craft beer and plenty of big game pricing and activities. Football Sunday. Catch the game at Pioneers Pub at number three in Williams in Richmond or the Landing Pub and Liquor Store in Ladner. Northwest Tank Lines is North America's premier tank truck company. Northwest hauls more than 50,000 bulk loads every year, safely and on time. It's why Northwest Tank Lines is the company others want to be. A family business with dedicated employees since 1955, Northwest Tank Lines provides exceptional service, state-of-the-art equipment, and the leading drivers. Northwest Tank Lines, driven to deliver. For more information, visit northwesttanklines.com. Specializing in handcrafted craft spirits, Resurrection Spirits in Vancouver is the place to go for the finest craft whiskey and liqueurs on the market. Savor the smooth and bold flavors of their special reserve rye whiskey, the perfect ingredient for an unforgettable old-fashioned cocktail. And be sure to try their award-winning Nochino, a unique and handcrafted liqueur made with 100% rye grain spirit. Resurrection Spirits on Franklin Street in Vancouver. Or visit them online and enter The Moj for 20% off your order. This is the Super Bowl Show, presented by Northwest Tank Lines and sponsored in part by the Ladner Landing Pub and Grill, OK Tire Langley, Able Auctions, Bet99.net, and Resurrection Spirits in East Van. Now, here again from Radio Row at Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix, Bob the Moj Marjanovic. Welcome back. This is the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl show coming to you from Radio Row, Phoenix Convention Center, the big one this year, Super Bowl 57, the Chiefs and the Eagles. And, of course, our 22nd year at Radio Row. And in one of those years, we got to see this great running back and his team, the Seattle Seahawks, take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Sean Alexander stopping by. Sean, thanks for taking time out. Hey, brother, what's happening? Hey, you know what? It's funny. We just had Isaiah Kazavinsky on. That's crazy. And I was like, Kaz, I go, so um, what's the over-under on how many times you said referee? He said, I didn't say it once. I'm not making any excuses, he That's said. That's it. Yeah. We don't do that, man. Uh, good we stuff. You also bumped into Max Strong, too. I know, Your fullback. man. Just walking the streets. I love Max, Of Phoenix. Man. So it's like an old home week for some of you guys down yeah, there. Yeah, it's really cool whenever you get to catch up with your brothers, man. So How cool, cool is it for you just to see people that you know, us, you know, like media types and then yeah, guys been, you played with and people that you've known over the years? It's been fun because, you know, I, I saw Kevin Frazier. You know, he does, uh, you know, all the stuff. <laughs> he He's big time with was an inside edition, and mm-hmm. then you got I saw uh, Chris Rose, Solomon Wilcox, Anthony Munoz. Those were the guys that did my high school football games. Mm-hmm. My little small town in Florence, Kentucky. I remember being interviewed by them when I was little, little. I mm-hmm. mean, sixteen, seventeen, and to see those guys like you know, grown men mature, but like having their own success. It's it's really, really cool. And, you know, I, you know, seeing Anthony Moon, was, like, amazing because, you know, I remember, like, junior high, him playing with the Bengals, and then he retires, and he's got into broadcasting and doing games. So 
it's just been really, really cool with that. But then, you know, I'm, I modeled my game after, you know, two guys. It, it would be really it was three guys, but the first two was Tony Dorsett and then Emmett Smith, how Tony ran and how he moved, and then Emmett, how he used the blockers well. You know, Mark Simon was probably the third guy, but, you know, I walk by and I'm I'm sitting next to Emmett and Tony and wow. I'm still like, oh man, this is great and and literally my phone my phone's blowing up as we're as we're going through this thing because the guys that looked at me, you know, oh Sean, you you know, you're the first guy that was on the Madden cover and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is such an amazing family time in the Super Bowl because the guys that you looked up are here yeah. and the guys that look up to you are here. Yeah. here. It's just it's a lot of fun. Hey, um, speaking of Radio Row and you being here, Sean Alexander, Cafe Momentum. Um, it's an award-winning Dallas-based nonprofit restaurant that provides 12-month paid internships and life-changing support to youth exiting the juvenile justice system. Why get involved in this? Why do it? Man, you know, I, uh, I went to a summit with the Stand Together Foundation and I met about... You know, the organization itself is probably 700 of some of the most successful businessmen and philanthropic leaders in the country. And I just saw their hearts to go help share their wisdom and their finances to people that are tackling some of the biggest issues in the country. Um, poverty, things are affected by poverty. And, and they have about 300 foundations or catalyst groups that they go help. And, and the one I fell in love with was Caffeine Momentum. My, my wife and I saw some of those kids in the juvenile system serving the table, helping cook the food. We were making biscuits. And, uh, and, they were, and my wife was like, we should adopt some of these kids. I was like, sweetie, we, we can't do that. We have too many kids on our own. How big is your roster? Was it Speaking nine? Speaking of that, we just found out we're pregnant with number 13. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> yeah, that was a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a long time ago. Nine, that's easy, you know. And so, so um, instead of adopting the kids, um, we decided to go learn more about this Dallas program. And I said to Chad Hauser, the, the, the amazing chef, I said, Chad, we should put this in every NFL city and uh, just change how the juvenile justice system is. And uh, and so we got with Stand Together Foundation and got some support and donors. And, and we're just on this on this, this amazing um, journey to build the perfect tripod in every city. Donors, which a lot of Stand, Stand Together Foundation members will do that, but we can always get more. Influencers, which is, you know, famous people, celebrities, team mm-hmm. teammates, legends, and all that. And then uh, the people actually doing the work. You know I mean? There's people that are going to be a part of the Cafe Momentum system. That's the juvenile system, you know, and... And it's been amazing putting those things together and, and building it. So we, we broke ground in Pittsburgh and in Nashville. So they'll be ready to go probably end of, year, end of this year or beginning of next year. And then we've got five other cities that are already ready to go, Houston and Atlanta and Denver. And um, uh, it, it's just uh, it's just great. I believe Detroit's one of them. We're, we're in a good place. You know, I'm not going to pretend that I'm a social worker, but I think, you know, just from a human being perspective, mm-hmm. just – Show somebody that you care. Like, yeah. Let people know that someone cares about you, someone wants to help you, somebody believes in you, somebody trusts you. And I'm not going to sit here and say you're going to change every single person in the yeah. program, but, hey, change somebody's life and make it for the better. Man, that's, that's a great accomplishment because yeah. it's like, you know, you, you've made a difference. And that's what we all want to do in this world at some point, one way or another, is make a difference. I mean, if we could challenge everybody to just help one person. Yeah. Everybody that's healthy in an area, go help one person get healthy in that area. It would change the world dramatically. And so, so it's just really cool. But I think the biggest issue when it comes to people 
infecting other people is that everybody wants to go be somebody else. I'm like, dude, use your skill set yeah. to go do what you do. So like, you know, you know, we I would expect you to come and do a show at one of the places, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. come to Seattle, do a show at the mm-hmm. Cabin with the kids. And I, that's just that's what you're going to do. Sean Alexander is our guest, former Seahawk running back. I know we were kidding around earlier about the Super Bowl, but when you think of that game against Pittsburgh, I mean, what emotions do you feel? Do you feel anger, frustration? I mean, bittersweet. I mean, what emotions do you feel? Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things where, like, sometimes things happen in life that you can't get back, and you're like, oh, how can we change that? So you got to learn how to, like, let that pill be swallowed. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. it's always frustrating, you know? Like, you know, I, I think I was the best player in the league on the best team in the league, and we play a game, and, and people make all the excuses. The referees had a bad day couple of bad calls we had a couple guys go hurt and the backups didn't play well in the game you know what I mean like mm-hmm. you can make all the excuses in the world but um you gotta say like you know what we did what we were supposed to do and uh and I can look myself in the mirror and say man I gave everything I got for us to win that game and you gotta move on do you have a sense now a greater appreciation of how hard it was to get there because I, I you know you talk to athletes when they get to a championship game when they're in their 20s, they all believe, hey, we'll be back. We've got a great team. We'll be back next year. Yeah. Right? And you, then you talk to that guy that's been around for, in the league for 10, 12 years, and it's his first one. Never sniffed it. Yeah, yeah. and he's going to be the one that tells you, guys, you got to take advantage of this opportunity. Did you kind of fall into that category of, you know, hey, we'll be back. We've got a great team. We'll be back either next year or the year after. Uh I was like, let's 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 seize the moment. But I did think we were going to go on a run, and you know, we we, we were pretty good the next year. I broke my foot the first game of the season, but mm. but I came back for the back end of that, and uh, you know, we we beat Dallas in the play. That's the Romo game. We yeah. fumbles a snap. Then we play the Bears. And, you know, the Bears beat us pretty good when I was uh, uh, when I was when I was hurt. You know, with the broken foot. But I came back and we smashed them. You know, so uh, it's Deion Sanders. Yeah. Hi, Dion. How you doing? <laughs> hey, you know, the, the one thing about that, that Romo game that I remember, What's I was that? on the sidelines. Like, you know how the media comes down on the sidelines with three minutes left in the game? At uh-huh. least they used to. They don't do it as much now. Now it's just, you know, cameras and TV and all that. But I remember being on the sidelines at about the 20-yard line on, on the Seahawks side. And Todd Lightwicky, yeah, you know, the CEO, the president, yeah. the man of the Seahawks. We know him from his days in Vancouver, the Vancouver Canucks and Grizzlies. Todd was standing maybe, I don't know, five yards away from me. Yeah. And when Romo bobbles that snap and big play Babino chases him down, yeah. I think Todd had like a 48-inch vertical, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He just like, boom, jumped yep. up in the air. And I was like, whoa. Right? Yeah. I mean, the place just went bonkers. I was lucky enough to be on the sidelines for two big events in Seattle. One was that, the Romo yeah. snap. The other one was the Beast Mode run. Really? I was at the, we're at the 20-yard line, and Gosh, Lynch just goes right that's by That's a great us. run, wasn't it? Oh, I'm telling you, that <laughs> place, like, well, it was a seismic event. Oh, my remember? goodness. Yeah. But you know, another run that I remember, and I think I might have mentioned this before. I don't know if I did. Was your run at Husky Stadium against the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders, yeah. When you ripped out, I don't know, whatever it was. 88 ER, yards, was yeah. It? Mm-hmm. And you're looking at the scoreboard. Yeah. You could see it on the replay. You're looking at the scoreboard like it's almost like a rearview mirror That's to see it. if anybody's behind you. Yeah, no. Man, you've been you've been there for some great moments, man. Yeah, man. I've been lucky. I've been blessed. You, you know, Seattle is like a, it's just a fabulous football town. You know what I mean? And so, uh, so it's been really, really cool. Hey, what do you think happens with the Seahawks moving forward? I mean, um, a quarterback. Do you think they stick with Geno, or do you think there's a transition there with maybe a draft pick in a year or two? I think that they will. They think they will stick with Geno. Yeah, 
I do feel like they will draft a quarterback if they find one that's good. But you remember, Pete's really good at, at valuing talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's like, man, if I get some guys that can fight, then we'll, we'll make something happen. So he's, he's good at that. All right, before we let you go, the game itself, who do you like and why? Uh, you know, I'm going to go with the Eagles. I mean, football-wise, I'm saying the trenches. The Eagles, they, you know, I had a great line that all worked well together. I mean, I had Walton Hutch. They, they held yeah. it down. But, I mean, Tobeck and Chris Gray and Lockley, man, they all, they, they all worked so well together. And I had Mac to come in there and bully people up, you know. Um, they gel with it. So I see that in the Eagles. They all move so well. One step, two step, one moves. They try to do a stunt. They all kind of pick it all up there. So that's it. But on the emotional side, I'm also like, man, that's Jalen Hurst and Devontae Smith. Those are my, my little nephews right there playing. And so I remember those boys being freshmen at Bama and watching them play and watching them go sophomore yeah. years and in the national championship and the whole thing. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, going with, I'm going with Eagles for both the reasons. Well, Sean, it's a treat, uh, always a treat talking to you. www.cafemomentum.org. For more information on your project, and by the way, congratulations on doing this and giving back to the community and to helping out the youth. Uh, awesome having you, and uh, always love crossing paths with you. And, no and doubt, by the brother. way, Hasselbeck's here tomorrow from what I understand. Oh, well. great. So That's my The guy. reunion continues. That's it, man. That's good. Whatever you get. I'm actually leaving. I'm actually going to go back home and watch the game with the family. So. All right. Well, Sean, thanks for stopping by. Hey, thank you. All right, great stuff. Talking with Sean Alexander, one of the all-time Seahawk greats. And speaking of great, Ronnie Patterson. You don't get much greater than Ronnie. Well, you know, he's like the Kenny Dryden of UBC hockey. Um, nowadays, Ronnie, of course, running the Landing Pub and Grill in Ladner. Also, Pioneers Pub in Richmond at the corner of Three Road and Williams. Pioneers Pub been servicing friends and regulars since 1977. And, man, do they have specials going on. Drink specials, food specials. They got a 50-50 for the Super Bowl. They got the big squares. You name it. Pioneers Pub got it on. Check it all out at the Pioneers Pub. Three Road and Williams in Richmond at Broadmoor Village. For more info, visit rokapa.ca, R-O-K-A-P-A dot C-A. And that is a wrap for us tonight. Burnsy, great stuff. That was a lot of fun today. Uh, We will do it all over again on Friday, the last day here at Radio Row at the Phoenix Convention Center. You know what I'm going to tell you. Do what you got to do. Go out there. Have yourself a lot of fun. Just do us a favor. Be safe. This is the Super Bowl Show, presented by Northwest Tank Lines. That's the mode for my friends at Clark Woods LLP. Clark Woods LLP is a law firm designed with your convenience in mind. From the moment you first contact their office, they will work side-by-side with you to ensure your unique set of needs are met. At Clark Woods LLP, they are determined to exceed your expectations of what a lawyer can do for you. Their goal is to make the legal process as painless and as stress-free as possible. Clark Woods LLP, partners in law, partners in your community. Check them out at clarkwoods.ca. Thinking of closing your business but not sure what it's all worth or how to get it sold? Let the experts at Able Auctions help. Able Auctions has helped thousands of BC-based business owners sell their business assets, equipment, and inventories for over 30 years. Recent sales include metal shops, wood shops, construction equipment, vehicle and truck fleets, and a whole lot more. If it's a business with assets, Able Auctions can get it sold. To get your business assets sold, email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ableauctions.ca. 
Looking for tires? Looking to meet your automotive needs? Looking for great service? Well, it's the Moj, and whenever it comes to tires or meeting those automotive needs, I only send my friends to one place, OK Tire and Langley. OK Tire and Langley is more than just tires. It's about complete automotive care, and it's about being treated right by my good friends, the Delaney family. Delaney's OK Tire and Langley, 19863 Fraser Highway, or call them at 604-530-2545. Buying a home is an important milestone. Find the right realtor and the right listings for your needs at todayshomebc.com. Powered by Black Press Media. With easy-to-use search filters and direct links to realtors and their websites, you'll get all the information you need to find your perfect home. Search hundreds of local listings and get access to the top real estate professionals to help you find your perfect property. Get started now at todayshomebc.com.